listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. Today, I want to definitely go over some W's and L's, especially in the in the area of beta clients. I want to know who have reached out and spoken and, ha- and, and they're building relationships with a beta clients. I'm going to give people a chance to log on in. Let me see. Because I know we got a few people still coming in. Let me go down to the uh, to the community. Let's see a few people logging in. But most important, I think it's so important. And and one thing I want to kind of talk about when it comes to building a business, and it is the cheat code that um, it's the cheat code of all cheat codes that we use here at Flash Film Academy. It's the idea of having a beta client. It's the idea of having a beta client. It's a reason why we push that so much. It's a reason why I'm so big on that philosophy. It's a reason why, because what the, 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 the reason behind it is the knowledge that you need, you can't get from anywhere else. You can either try to figure it out. You can crash and burn. You can trial and error, or you can just straight up ask somebody. Now, I want you to think about those of you who have partners, who have spouses, who are married, who are in a relationship. It, it works the same way. You could try to figure it out, or you can straight up ask, listen, what, what, what is it? What do I need to do? How do I make you happy? What do you want to eat? Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Business works that same way. So to understand... The, the client that you're working with in the industry that you're working in is so important that you, and I'm going to be real. Sometimes it's going to hurt, but sometimes you have to have the balls to say, Hey, how can I, you know, what do I need to do? What honestly, what you're asking is what do I need to do to make you comfortable with spending money with me? That's really what you're learning. What do I need to do to help you feel better spending money with, with, uh, with, with my company? And I'm going to tell you, a lot of companies have asked this question. A lot of companies have asked this question. And you would be surprised at some of the answers that they have received. These answers help build the brands you love and shop with every day. Somebody walked in Kmart and said, man, this is dingy in here. It's dark. What Walmart do? We go 100 watt bulbs, super bright. Somebody said, I don't like... It's no, it's no, it's not colorful. Everything in here is these tan shelf colors and the store don't look like what did Target do? Make the location look, look more appealing. Um, you know, you have companies like, like Circuit City and people say, I like going to Circuit City, but I don't feel like I'm getting the right answers because everybody's on commission. What Best Buy do? Commission free environment. You know what I mean? So these companies have built based off of the feedback from clients. McDonald's, yeah, your burger tastes just as good as anybody else. But if I could get it in two minutes, I'd be happy. That would make me want to come to McDonald's. Boom, that's what they did. McDonald's have never had the best burger ever. 
So you got to make sure. Terry said, I learned a lesson after venting to a client. I thought um, I wanted as a beta client and I realized they weren't qualified to be one. Yes, it is. It is so important that you understand that you need to qualify your beta client. Absolutely right. Everybody is not a beta client. Um, and everybody, I don't like to mix money with beta clients. That's me. I, you know, I don't like to, especially for, there is a time to mix money with beta clients. If you have to do it, that is after your ideal product has been established. That's after you determine what are the five or four items that they need that they can't live without that they're willing to pay money for. And as we develop those, if they want some headshots or something on the side, yeah, then you can charge me, you know, I'll charge you to do that. But I don't like to get money involved with my beta clients. A relationship is not a relationship when money is involved. If your, if your spouse was getting paid by the hour, you wouldn't trust her. You'll be like, I don't know. Are you doing this because you like me or are you doing this because you're getting paid? Um, and you can breathe e easy, right? When money isn't a factor and people are more honest with you when money is not a factor. Some people don't want to fix problems because they can't, they're afraid that they can't afford to, right? When you go and get your, your oil change, you scared when they come back and say, here's the 20 other things you need to fix. You like, uh, but if, if you were a beta client for an oil change place, you can tell them when they come back and tell you the list of things you need to be fixed, your feedback of saying, okay, what's, what's, what's the most important thing on that list? Or what is the thing that I really need to address? That is what you should present to the client in that order. You know, it'll, it'll make you more likely to purchase. It'll make you more likely to do upgrades because a lot of those oil change companies don't really make money off oil changes. They make very little off oil changes. They make a lot more on their upsells. There's a lot of companies that are around you today that you think are designed to do one thing, but really they're designed to use that to get you in the door and then upsell you, right? Best Buy, I remember uh, years ago when I worked at Best Buy and I had a chance to chop it up with the CEO and marketing, they used to sell CDs for like $11. A lot of people remember CDs everywhere else was $15. They sold CDs a penny above cost and then put the CDs in the middle of the store so that they can sell you other things. Because in most cases, when you came in to buy CDs, you notice other things. So having a newspaper or putting out an advertisement with your favorite artist for less than what you would get from your local you know, record store would bring you in the door. It made you know about Best Buy. And because of that, they created clients from that. And the clients that they got from that bought computers, washing machines and everything, printers and everything else. So it was, it was a tactic that they used where they broke even. I think they made 25 cent per CD where the average record store is making $5 a CD. Um, and they did that to bring you in the store. So beta client, the reason I am so big on it here is because it's the secret nobody's telling you. They're telling you to figure it out. They're telling you to read a book written by some old guy 20 years ago. And it's going to tell you how to walk into an office and know exactly what that person is thinking about. No, let's narrow down what we're trying to do. 
let's go niche and let's understand who our target audience is. And then let's, let's, let's find out what their problems are and let's solve those problems. Very simple, very simple solution or a very simple, uh, four step system on um, growing and building your business. And that's for those who have taken courses, that's where we go into triple detail. We go down to the bone on that concept and more because a lot of it has to do with you understanding who, who is my target audience? People are not that different. People are not that different. There's only a handful of car companies and a handful of colors. There's only a handful of shirts and a handful of styles and a handful of sizes. People are not that different. They're very predictable. We're just like the, the, the weather. We're just like the seasons. We're very predictable. On St. Patty's Day, a lot of you probably wore green. A lot of you probably drank beer. A lot of you probably had green beer. On Easter, a lot of you probably going to get dressed. A lot of you probably going to go to church. On 4th of July, a lot of you are probably going to barbecue. A lot of you are probably going to buy hot dogs. A lot of you going to buy styrofoam coolers or go to the lake. or, You know what I mean? You are predictable to a certain extent. I know we all want to be different, but we're not. As di- we're not as different as we think we are. Thanksgiving, a lot of you are probably going to buy turkeys. A lot of you are going to probably make greens. A lot of you are probably going to get sweet potatoes and macaroni and cheese and and even if you don't go shopping on Black Friday, you're still going to look and see what's out there. You're going to still see how cheap that 70-inch TV is you thinking about. Christmas, a lot of you going to decorate your house. A lot of you going to get a tree. A lot of you going to, you know what I'm saying? So we are predictable. And your target audience, your, your, the person that runs the business in your niche, they are very similar. If you understand who they are, you can build a business to go after them. So I cannot express how important that is in understanding how, if you want to get more clients, if you want your phone ringing off the hook, if you want to make enough money where you can do this and just this, that is something that has to be, you have to be mastered. And if you don't take the time to master that, you will be where you were hoping and wishing your phone ring, your website is used and you get clients. Your target audience, once you learn your target audience and you can provide what they want, two things are going to happen. One is good and one is not bad, but not as good. The good thing that's going to happen is your sales, your business, your growth will be predictable. It'll be predictable. You'll know where you stand. Number two, the not so good thing, your filming is going to get boring. Your, your day on set is going to get boring because you are going to, it's like having a hit song. You're going to sing that same song in every club, every night, all the time. Your creativity or your ability to be create, creative may not be as fulfilled, but you will have the money to go shoot whatever in the hell you want to shoot on your own time anyway. So that's the sacrifice. You can either be creative and make no money or build a business that speaks to a a target audience, shoot the same stuff over and over again, make enough money to go shoot all the stuff you want. I got movies and web series that I'm working on right now that I can afford to come out of my pocket and fund because I shoot the boring stuff. So, but the boring stuff is predictable. The boring stuff pays more than 
crazy music videos and all of this other stuff. So that that is something that's just it's going to happen. Now you may get you may master this niche and you may get a little you may get too bored with it and you may decide to add a second niche just just to flex just because I got the money put in marketing I got the money to put in a landing page if I need to change the logo up or add to the name or do a DBA on my LLC you may have the ability to flex in that area and ain't nothing wrong with that Alexa talking cancel um so you may get to the point where that is a possibility however what's most important is that you get to that point just know, you know, it's going to get boring. If, you, if, you're, if you're a beast and you're in the NFL and you're slicing and dicing, it may get a little boring to you. That's why a lot of athletes walk away. You've seen Jordan retire and a lot of athletes, you know, um, they make a ton of money. They won a bunch of championships and they're like, hey, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm going to retire here. It happens. Hopefully you get, you know, you can get to that point in the business where you make enough money and you like, I'm chilling. I like to delegate. I'm at a point where, and I love to use the, uh, I love to use the drug reference. You start on the corner, you end up, uh, at a, you end up working at a bakery or what looks like a bakery. And, uh, you know, you, 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 you end up running for city council or you end up friends with the mayor, but you started as a corner boy. You know what I'm saying? You just, things look a little different. Things look a little different. That's, 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 I like to say that's where I am. Uh, I didn't even say nothing close today. Cancel, Alexa. I like to say that's where I am in business. So let's talk about some wins. Let's see who got some W's this week. Um, whenever you guys are ready, and we got a lot of people in the room, whenever you guys are ready, go ahead and jump on, pop up, and we can see who got some W's this week. Let me go back to, uh, My screen here. I know we got a few people. Uh, Alvin, go for it, bro. You on? Hey, everybody, hear me? Yes, sir. All right. So, um, one of them is kind of a recap from um, a promotional shoot that I just did uh, this past weekend. So, um, it's for Arthur. Um, she came through. Uh, it went well. Uh, it was some uh, adjustments that I did have to do, which was um, she had like a few more outfits, but she already knew uh, what the cost was going to be. So from that, um, that was a few additions, additional uh, outfits, and then also uh, an additional hour. And so uh, immediately right after that, sent her the invoice, um, got that, um, you know, paid right away. And she even gave me a tip too, and just the fact that the shoot went that well. Um, and then, um, outside of that, oh yeah. And then I also have, um, uh, the, the restaurant that I met up with as far as, uh, as a potential beta client that went well. Um, and soon after that, um, uh, we met up, um, got the non, um, got the, um, the NDA, uh, sign and everything, um, shot some, um, IG real, um, content over the weekend, um, shot some photos, just, you know, just to uh, utilize this extra uh, content to kind of like utilize for the edits. Um, yeah, other than that, really, uh, two other shoots that I had, uh, birthday shoot, that went well. Um, and then the uh, other shoot, as far as the consultant business uh, with the interns, 
uh, that one well as well. So I had like two days to get two shoots back to back just right away. So right now I'm in the editing phase. And then um, what's another one? Uh, so uh, for the book launch party, I ended up hiring somebody uh, to help shoot photos. So mm-hmm. I was hired there to do video and photos. And I'm hiring somebody that I uh, knew. Um, and it actually worked really well. Like, to be honest, like, it was really, like, smooth. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't any complications. The guy that I hired, he, um, you know, signed the, the, you know, the contract as far as non-compete uh, contract. Um, you know, and, yeah, the shoot just went well. So I'm definitely going to have to, like, hire him for, like, other, you know, other gigs in the future. Um, and that's, and that's the thing is just like, uh, for me, it was kind of like difficult, even though for the folks that I do know that do shoot video or shoot photos, um, that was one of the things I feel like off the where it's like, it was difficult for me to kind of like hand off to somebody else to handle, uh, just because I want to make sure things go well. And so the fact that I actually took that step to do that to me, it was like a, a win. So I, I tell people um, the hardest part is, is handing off your baby to somebody, especially when they're they're representing your brand um and and they're working with you but you know just business maturity is is growing where you can hand that stuff off it's the hardest thing to do but it's something that that kind of have to take place as you grow um and then other aspects of it like your editing you know i'm you, you got to get comfortable with saying here so i can go back to getting the bag or talking to clients you you'll get to the point where you'll find where you are most valuable in your business. For me, I'm most valuable as project manager, right? I'm most valuable talking to clients, reassuring the clients, putting together the plan, even more than showing up and shooting. Because I can close three deals a day. If I'm shooting, I can't do that. So I know that I can close a client at a budget where I'm comfortable sending somebody out to do it. I'm going to make you know, my bag off of it. And the people who go out to do it getting paid and they're going to do a good job and everybody's happy. Clients happy. I'm happy. The shooter's happy. So I, I but it, it take time getting comfortable um, and growing your business to the, to the point where that is an everyday thing. But, but delegating is super, super important. And uh, you know, that way you're not creating another job for yourself. The goal in building a business is to learn a position, document the systems and processes, take a step back and put somebody in that position. Even if it's as simple as being a second shooter, you know, I never, ever, ever book a job where it's one person and a client said they want photo and video. It's not going to happen. I don't care what camera I'm holding. It's just it's our the level of quality we provide. We can't dedicate one person to that job. Like it, it just don't work. Um, you know, so we have to bring in a professional in each and, you know, your price should, uh, you know, should reflect that. Nice. Nice. And then, um, there's one, uh, inquiry that I did get, um, this is actually with somebody that I know, a buddy of mine, um, they're pretty much planning like a, a family gathering. I'm pretty close with the, uh, the folks. Um, but they were looking to first initially they was looking to hire me uh to capture you know pretty much document uh the event uh the gathering and um photos and video and um 
And they're actually looking like, well, we actually want to invite me. They actually wanted to invite me to like go there to enjoy myself. It was like, okay, well, how much would it cost for you to like hire somebody else? But still hire my company. So I was like, all right, bet. So uh, I sent them the the you know proposals and stuff like that. Um, this is something that's going to be like later on in the year. So I mean, it's not like a now right away thing, but. Uh, the fact that they were actually open uh, to do that because they hired me to do do the last one before but it was for like a couple hours you know mm-hmm. um and so yeah the fact that they they're actually open to that and wanted to do that i was like that and this is like right after i hired uh um, came from completing that one gig you know when i hired that dude so i was like shoot um so yeah so i put gave him my actual price like how much i would charge if all right cool We'll let you know when um you know when it comes up and then we'll, we'll sort everything out from there. So remember with the with them type of clients always speak French. We yeah, we can do it. We yeah, it's gonna we we I speak French to them all the time. People would think I got a 10 man team. All of my employees are, you know, are are contracted. All of them. I for what? Like so I can go from two people to, to 20. It don't matter. So I'm always pushing the idea of team and depending on the size of the shoot and what they're trying to get done for me to, you know, for an interview, I want an audio guy. I want a guy that's filming and I want to direct that. If you want a top of the line, proper interview from flash film media, that's the amount of people it take bare minimum, bare minimum. And we made that's, that's a single camera setup. So for you to get that, my rate is the cost of three people is my base rate plus three plus two additional people for however many hours. So, so I'm not going to go out there and kill myself and do 20 things. And it's just me for what I don't have to. That's, that's my rate. Unless it's a client that I've worked with before 20 times and we doing something super simple. Hey, come on, grab some B roll of, okay, cool. You know, something super simple. But but if it's if it's a high level, if we're telling your brand story, we don't want to cut corners with audio popping and chopping up and all of that stuff. We want to make sure that we are where we need to be. So I'm I'm going in. Pricing is gonna start with a three man crew. That's just, you know, and, and clients who need it right, they don't they they don't, you know, they get it. There's no compromise on their end. So I would, you know, photo video, look at your your structure breaks pricing and photo video should automatically start with two people. Period. Nothing to talk about. You know, two people plus how many hours you need is there. Let's go from there. So that's just where I'm at on that. And then uh, I did have a question as far as um um, when outsourcing, like something, for example, like editing, right? Like video editing. Um, uh, would you suggest somebody to try to like uh, test out um, somebody to edit like a video for particularly for a client? Or uh, do you feel like that's something that I can utilize and try to uh, test out uh, for content that I'm um, doing for or creating for a beta client? So I'm going to be honest with you. So what I usually do is this. Um, my way of testing people out is I like to get projects that I have already completed. Keep all the raw, raw files. I get projects that I've already completed. And then when I test out an editor, I'll send him those files 
and give him my instructions and see how close he can come to something I've already done that he has not seen yet. So that that's what I like to do. Um, because two things are going to happen. One, you're going to test that editor's skill. Two, you're going to learn whether or not you can communicate effectively. And I'm telling you, a lot of times, the lack of communication is where the issue is. Um, and you'll get better at explaining what you want the first time, the first go around, after a few revisions with that editor. Because a lot of people can edit, they just can't edit the way you want to edit. Um, so it took me some time to really learn how to express myself, to articulate, to to communicate what I wanted out of this edit. And then it took me a little time to say, this is what I need, but feel free to add anything above that. Like you have the creative freedom to add things above that. So it usually with an editor, it take me about two to three projects before they really nailing it and knocking it out of the park. Um, when I'm working with it, with it, that's why I like to build relationships with the same editors over and over again. And then you get to the point where you just dropping it off and you like, all right, let me know when it's done. But it takes time. Like you gotta don't, I, I jumped around with editors a few times because I, I, I blame them and not me because they didn't get it right the first time. Um, and it just, it just don't work that way. Um, so I have worked to come up with processes um, to, to explain what I want based off this type of video, um, and what I expect. Um, so that when I do go to an editor, I, this is the copy and paste, fill in the blank of what's different. This is the file. This is where you can find it at, you know, go for it. Um, and that just takes, that just takes time. So make sure that I, I personally don't like to try new editors on new projects. I, I like to get old files and say, go for it. And let's go from there. Now, it may cost you some money. Um, sometimes if you're hiring ed editors to work with, they if it's a short project, they may be able to do a sample project um, if they know it's going to be oncoming, ongoing work. Um, I've had I, I've had that happen where editors say, yeah, I, I, I chop up a minute or two to show you what I can do. Um, and then we can go from there. So those are those are just two ways you can do it. But. I, I will not bring in an editor unless it's a dire emergency on a new paid project. Passion project, but not a paid project. Not even a beta client project because you you need results from the from the content. Like the content is still based off. I'm treating my beta client as if they're my highest paid client. Um, so I'm not, I don't want to, delivery time is something that uh, can affect my relationship with that client. I don't want a client to say, yeah, we like it, but it took 12 weeks or it took us doing 18 revisions. It shouldn't even got to me at this point. Like, you know what I'm saying? How, how did it get to me? And there's audio missing. Like how, oh, you said you a team. How did it get to me like this? You know what I mean? That's, that's why I'm really hard on, on anybody that I purchase services from. Uh, you know, I got a friend of mine who, uh, just got a transmission dropped in his truck and the truck was delivered to him and it wasn't shifting right. And he was like, how, how did it get past all of your mechanics and make it to me like this? That's a concern that, that to me, that says nobody in the room know what they're doing. And that's a problem. Um, so it's hard to overcome that. You know what I mean? It's hard to say, well, we'll fix it. Y'all didn't catch it the first time. So I don't, 
I personally don't like doing real projects or beta projects with new editors. I give them some old stuff. And I usually, you know, I usually get like what, what like one of my hardest jobs um, and just keep that file ready to test out new editors. But a lot of them will, if it's, you know, a lot of people will say, hey, we'll edit it, you know, and then compare it to what you got. Because you'd be surprised. Somebody may come back with different ideas, transitions, stuff that you never thought of. Like, wow, that's dope. I like this guy. Like, let's go. And that's how I found um, the editors that I've been working with. Um, cool. And then uh, last question as far as with editing, um, in terms of editing, um, do you, when you dump off the footage just to like put the test out, you know, the footage and edit the footage, um, do you ask them to send you like the uh, project file? Um, yes, it depends. It depends. So if they're doing a work for hire, which they should be, yes, send me the project files, put it in a folder. Um, and in fact, that's something that if any of you are working with an editor, you want to make sure that that is established from day one. Hey, when you finish, I need like, so for me, I have, uh, there's a way I organize my folders right? My B-roll, my talking head, my audio, my music, my project files. The way I send you a project is the way I need it back. Um, so every single project that I send is sent in that format. I need it back in that format. I need the project files back in that format. So that's just that's just the, the system that I use whenever, because I use a, a dating system. Um, I use a naming system. I use a, a different system on my server to 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 keep everything neat and in order, um, and that's the way I expect it back. Okay. Yeah. So you uh, you dump the you pretty much organize the footage and all that stuff, and then that's what you send out to them along with the, uh, the video file. Absolutely. Yep. I organize footage by uh, B roll, uh, talking head, drone shots, steady cam shots. Um, product shots. I'll organize it by folder, and then send it to send it to the uh, the editor so that they can start work. Because it makes it easier. Because a lot of times, you know, the longest part of editing is going through footage. If I can cut that time down, because they were they weren't there on the shoot, they don't know what they got. They don't know, especially if it's some stuff where, uh, like good editors to me, I can submit them something and be like, pull the juice out of this, pull the good the good comments out and not give you a list of what that is. Good editors, I can say, hey, give me some, give me, out of this 10 minute clip of them talking, give me two minutes of the most juicy stuff. And they like, bet. And if I can make it so that the first file they open is a talking head and they can just listen through it and just in and out and drop in the timeline, and then they can come find, like it's just easier for them to do. Um, That's why also I've, two of my editors are also my shooters. So if they're on set, they got an idea of the footage and it makes them work a little easier. But in some cases I have editors that are not shooters that are not with me. So, but, but or, being organized helps a lot. And it's little stuff like that. Again, they take two, three, four, five hours off of your turnaround time. I mean, that's, that's a big difference. Um, you know, that's a big difference. Plus it makes it easier for me to store it and save it and, you know, things like that. So with with applications like DaVinci Resolve offering cloud support, you may, you know, if another person used DaVinci Resolve, you may just send them the 
give them access to the file from where they're at, and they can start editing from their computer. I mean, we're moving into an era where you won't be sending files soon. You'll just be, you'll be, you'll be, they'll be streaming the files, but they don't have to download the raw clips. They'll be able to log into their DaVinci Resolve, log into the cloud account, see the top, see the, the project that you have created and just go to editing. And then you can go on your computer and see where they're at right now. So we're getting there. Um, a lot of, you know, DaVinci is offering it. Avid has, Avid really started that. A lot of people don't know Avid really started the network editing idea because Avid was used in a lot of news stations and things like that. That's why Avid is very expensive. And a lot of people, when they bought Avid, they bought into the hardware side of Avid so they can have this capability, the networking, the systems, you know, Avid used to be $10,000 a system. But if you bought five or six Avid machines, they can all run off one server. And if you're in a newsroom and somebody's dumping footage, somebody on the other side of the room could be pulling that footage to edit or show B-roll live on camera right now. So that's why Avid was super expensive. Um, but I'm not, you, you're right, Crichton. I'm not a friend of, I'm not a fan of Avid because Avid is, was just stuck in their ways. They know they had the industry on lock and they really didn't provide much uh but again it was made for news news is boring how often do you see a transition in news other than a fade or maybe a wiper like it's just news is boring news is it ain't really much color grading the shot you know what i'm saying like it ain't it's just all about speed so that's why a lot of people don't like avid because it doesn't it don't give you the flexibility or creativity to do what like a final cut uh allows you to do um, yeah, Amino say 10K is a bit low. I used to look at the setups in the music catalogs and they were closer to 50. You're absolutely right. Um, and Crichton say that's back when lower thirds required an $80,000 machine. Absolutely right. I was in the army. I learned on Avid. We had $200,000 machines and we probably had about 50 of them in that room. Um, and that's just, but we had a newsroom simulation. They were preparing us for AFM, which is the, uh, Armed Forces Network, so it was ran like a TV station. But you know, now you can get everything you got in Avid plus all of the features of DaVinci Resolve for little to nothing on your own iPad. So that just goes to show you where where things you know how how far things have come. But um, and now uh, if you're using things like VidIQ. The Reds and a few other cameras, as soon as they film, they're shooting the clip into the cloud. So if you're sitting on the other end with DaVinci Resolve and your shooter is somewhere filming, as soon as they stop recording, you're getting a file. It's always uploading a file once it connects to the Wi-Fi. Yeah, the, the Komodos, the uh, Raptors, and it's coming to a few other... Um, I believe that uh, the Atomist recorders are starting to do it and a few other... Um, a few other camera manufacturers are looking to add it to their camera, but as soon as you stop filming, it's connected to Wi-Fi, it's shooting your stuff to the cloud, and there's a editor back home that's seeing a file pop up in a folder, and they can watch it and start editing. So by the time you get back, you know they they're getting proxies. By the time you get back with the big boy files, they dragging and dropping, and it's completed, and they exporting it out. So um, that's just you know we're we're going to a world of uh, you know, teamwork, teamwork, make the dream work and, and fast turnarounds. I mean, for you to edit while I'm still on scene, it's absolutely crazy. So, but that's just where we're going with it. But, you know, in the meantime, 
Um, the cheap way of doing it right now without those is going to be either G drive or handing somebody an actual hard drive. Um, just create a, a system to organize your content um, to make it easier. And then just be clear on your instructions. Hey, I need the project files. I need you to save the project files. Like I've, I've had it where people wanted three versions of the project files, you know, one, two, and three. So you'll have a, you know, like every day you had to save a different project file and you had to name it that date. So we can go back to the 25th when you first started it. I've seen all kinds of stuff, but it just depends. It's up to you to set that bar. Yeah. My bad for that long answer, but I, I think it was. Oh, no, uh, no. <laughs> no, that's helpful, man. I'm, I'm soaking it all in. So these are, these are, so little, these are the little things that when you get started, like if you just know this, it'll just help. Wow. So BitIQ, that's that's something that's connected, you said, to the Reds, a lot of the Reds, and you said Atomos uh, yeah. Ninjas, those are uh, incorporating you now? Yep, all the Atomos recorders. And don't be surprised, for, for those of you who are going to NAB, you, VidIQ is going to be everywhere. You might as well get ready. VidIQ is going to be everywhere. Everybody's trying to incorporate it into their new cameras. VidIQ is, is huge. Um, it's going to be everywhere. So get ready. But yeah, the Reds, the Raptors, the Atomus recorders, and I'm sure there's a few more. I think the higher end Sony, like Venice's, the really higher end, because you could buy a box that does it right now for whatever camera you got, but that box is like three grand. So you can it, you can have it built into your camera if your camera have enough processing power and it got Wi-Fi six or six E. Or, you know, a five gigahertz signal where it can dump files. You know, you got to think them red files, man, them raw files be like 500 gigs a second. A second. It'd be something stupid. 200, it'd be something crazy. So, you know, it's going to send a, it's, it's going to send a proxy file. So it's not that file, but it's going to send like a ProRes file. It ain't about to send no MPEG-4. It's still going to send something that's decent. But you'll start to see it more and more, um, especially after NAB. Um, who we had next? Romeo, you up next, bro. How going? you doing? Ty has been it's first time I'm on here. I've been watching for like two years now since COVID. I know everybody says that, but I'm like, I gotta get that off my chest. I know everybody <laughs> here. I know everybody here. I know Rodney, I know Brandy, I know when you used to talk about the instruments of like the guy being like think, think, think. I've been here since day one. <laughs> yo, you know what's crazy is I always tell I always tell other gold members, like, yo. I'm not just famous. Y'all famous too. Like people know y'all too. I tell people that all the time. They're like, no, nah, I'm like, watch. Yeah, even with Mario, I know his like whole story with the food trucks. Like I've been around since 2020 before the uh, COVID started and stuff like that. But um, I wanted to come That's on here because I had a bunch of I had a bunch of wins oh, yeah, uh, following following you and then like you know doing my own education on the side. Um, I wanted to bring that to the to the um, to the group because I think that's very important. Like what I've learned, but um, I've been through a path like for like the last two years, uh, you know, just to start off, I'm, I'm from New York, I'm 24, I'm engaged, just had a second kid, live on my own in New Jersey, just trying to eat out here, right? Um, so I've had a bunch of different avenues uh, when it came to business. I started in uh, film school, uh, which I got a lot of artistic side, the shot is beautiful, man. And like, you know, nobody's really making money. Like I lived that side out from like a really good 
film program that didn't cost anything. They sent us to LA, London. We got to meet with LA professionals, but never really did anything. They never taught us the business side of anything. Um, so I was running my business according to more of an artistic side when I first actually gotten, you know, uh, started to know Flash Film Media. And, you know, obviously when you're young, you start to do things that don't really make as much sense. I actually tried to attempt making a film company that was going to make profit off of making indie movies with other people. It does not make any sense. We'll never do it again. Have the worst <laughs> type of luck with any type of client or doing any of that. Then I switched over to actor demo reels, uh, which is like a big thing in New York. Mm-hmm. Don't really like working with people like that when they're very emotional and they never want to go over like $500. It wasn't something that I wanted to do. Um, then, you know, coming over to like now and talking to my fiance, hey, look, it's been two years. We got to be able to like put a plan. In. And I ended up like sitting down and putting a five year plan together. But really educating myself for the last six months without i'm talking about like every day like for eight hours like very obsessive with every type of education like uh donald miller just came out with a new business book today or i think a couple of days ago how to grow your small business and like the story brand frameworks and things like that i've been really diving into it for the last six months but not just educating myself actually practicing it so i've changed my business to accommodate um highlight video uh, for products and I want to be able to uh, give a service where the companies have more access to benefit with us curating more talent to go according to um, what they're trying to shoot. So for example, like we just closed a a betting deal the other day with a company that wants to shoot betting uh, material. Um, which, and it's funny because I closed that deal on when my daughter was born. I kid you not, in the day of the delivery room, I had the call the day before, send the proposal <laughs> over. Literally, literally, my wife is going into labor. I swear you could ask her. She's going into labor. I'm watching her across. And I'm like, hey, I got to like answer this like client, blah, blah, blah. She's about <laughs> to give labor. She's about to get, she's about to go into labor. And literally they're like, oh, we'll pay the deposit, send it right over. And it literally happened the day that my daughter was born. And it was like the first step into like this, this this product realm and like giving a service where you don't even have to worry about anything and like we'll just take care of it. So I've been trying to focus more on the benefits and features of the company to serve to somebody else. So I'm not trying to keep it like too long-winded, but that's a, a huge one that I had. And we were supposed to shoot um, last Sunday, but they had to push it back because they had an uptick in orders. So we were able to push it back to May 7th. And just because of a non-formal retainer, we can move it back, but we are not canceling it. That's right. So we placed it somewhere else and well, well I'll meet up with them um, after to like get the details in. But basically with the shoot, um, you know, I already have people in place. I already have the brand, you know, the swag, the shirt from, you know, the polos. I have all that like there again, I've been watching for a while and just diving into a bunch of, um, other avenues of education, again, like I, I'm looking into buying your modules, but there are a lot, like audio, audio, Audible has been like the best purchase, like ever. I cannot stress that enough. Audible. Like Audible is the best thing. And it literally like being able to craft a um, a plan and a, a routine in your day, because that's very important. Like I wake up at 6.45 every day um, to just stretch, meditate, put the goals down for the day and like just try to push forward like daily. and six months and like we're here and after reading for this last week it's just there's a lot to put into play to grow the business and i'm seeing it and i can feel it and i just want to bring that on here to you guys like you have to go out and like really get punched in the face a couple of times the throat punch i've gotten it numerous times i've lost the clients you know i've lost big deals but even um you know we had another big inquiry from a big uh uh stove manufacturer from china 
um, that wants to create content for the new product line and they want to do it for uh, the end of this year. And like I'm in talks with the proposal and I'm going to go present to their team. So major wins and it's growing. Um, again, I still work a nine to five. I'm on maternity leave right now, like really working it for the like the, the three months I have in Jersey, like without a stop. But like just with a couple of weeks, it's already been very, very beneficial. So I just want to put that out there. Ty is the truth. Really listen to everything he has to say, like legit and like really get an audible account, like for real. Hey, first, I want to say welcome to the family. First off, I want to say welcome to the family. I love being a part of it. I've been hey. waiting. I was like, I'm not going to get a membership unless I have something to to show for. That's how I kind of go about things. Like, I want to be able to speak the to speak instead of just talking the talk, you know? And, um, you know, I've been around a lot of that artistic stuff with, like, you know, people saying they're doing it and, like, kind of throwing their aspirations onto you and like making you kind of go off course. Like I've been very focused and like not even, again, literally, like I don't even know what's happening in the Marvel Cinematic Universe or anything. <laughs> my business, my kids and, and this. So again, like I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it. I can't wait to like get to know everybody and hopefully have like good relationships with everybody. But like, it's again, that's my biggest takeaway is, 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 is really learning and just going and doing it. Cause I was scared to even make calls to these people. Like I didn't want to do it. I'm like, I don't want to bother them. I just didn't want them. Like, you know what? Like they want the service. Cause I've been working off of Bark and I want to say that as well. I know like everybody says that Bark has a couple of a uh, scammy stuff on it and it does, but I, I've tried to curate what are good Bark jobs according to my niche. So if it's not products or something we're trying to highlight for a psychological move for their own target audience. Like I try not to go first. I only stick with what I could present. It doesn't make any sense for me to go for somebody like doing wedding photos. Like I don't, I don't do that. And I would never do that. So, you know, I think yeah. a lot of people get caught in scams where they, okay. Most times in your life, if you ever got caught in a scam or robbed or been a victim of anything, you can look back and be like, damn, I got caught slipping. Like I was, I was, I was in the wrong place. I was, I shouldn't have walked down that alley. I shouldn't have been too hyper and going after every dollar. Like I shouldn't have been, you know, I, I remember one time I, I, I sold a, uh, a iPad and a guy was like, yeah, meet me over here. It was like 10 o'clock. I'm going to just grab it from you right now. It was 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, dang, like this guy must really want this iPad. I get there to the do, try to give me some fake money. I'm 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 a concealed carrying uh veteran, so that wasn't going down. But had I not been, I'd been jammed up. And it really came from me saying, I shouldn't even been out here with this damn iPad at 10 p.m. Like, bro, you could have just waited till the sun came up. It ain't that serious. You know what I'm saying? Like it was my I felt like it was my desperation to just sell it that put me in that situation. And a lot of times on Bark and Thumbtack, it's our desperation to wanna make a sale that this guy who want to spend $5,000 for his family reunion photos sounds good too. And, and, and they get you. And, and as you grow, you get smarter about not putting yourself in those situations. Um, well, bark and thumbtack when it comes to scams. And I think also when you niche down and you know what you offer and who you offer it for, you'll know when something is off, when somebody is like, yeah, we just need, we just need family portrait pictures or, you know what I'm saying? Family reunion pictures. Well, that's not what I do, but you can do it. Yeah. But why would you hire me to do it? And that's not what I do because you're trying to scam me and take advantage. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's, you know, that is one thing I've learned getting, getting caught up with scams on either bark or, or thumbtack. It's always come 
or it's always presented itself at a time where it, they go after people that's just desperate. That's willing to, you know, I, I'm going to send you a $10,000 check. You just send my man seven and you can keep three. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's a little bit of desperation. But, you know, uh, I think that's dope, man. I, let me tell you a, a few things that I think is real important about what you said. Because a lot of people don't believe me when I say film school and all that stuff is great. It's going gonna, it's gonna to help you create a beautiful image. But there is no business side. Like, like their idea of growing in that career is starting off making coffee somebody or moving Apple boxes or, you know what I'm saying? Like their idea is moving C-stands and moving your way up or impressing somebody where they give you an opportunity. My idea is to take the machete and cut through the trees and make your own path. What, what you were going to say? I know you're going to say something. I, I don't mean to interject, but like just to go, because like I, when I came on here, I wanted to like back you on that type of stuff. Like I feel like when you don't, it's hard to see when you don't, when you don't know, right? And like when you don't get to a certain point, it's hard to 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 understand certain concepts. But like in the film industry, again, like that was my my bread and butter at one point, and you know it, it is all that's that's all it is. You have to impress somebody, or you are getting yelled at if you bring a an SD card that is like the wrong one. Like I I've worked on set like uh, with HBO on a, on a couple of comedy shows, and I was a PA when I first started out, like when I was like 17, and I knew I didn't want to do it because all it was was like 15 hour days and just things that make you feel less than a human. And even like working in content with other companies and stuff, like just not, you know, being your own boss, like let's, let's start with that. Like that's something that like I just want to do um, and I want to do my own aspirations and working for somebody else. But like, you know, doing it like that, it, you have to be there for like 10 years. And like, even so, like you need like a bunch of things working for you. You could like win Sundance and like not get anywhere unless you have like three features and like luck with other avenues it's not it's 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 actually easier to build a business when it's been proven for many years than trying to like be a famous director somewhere you know which is crazy because they don't teach you that in film school it was just a hey, work ad and work a bunch of hours and work a bunch of free sets for for all day and like not build your life and you know have all these problems and you can't even use the bathroom and people are striking over it. it doesn't really make any sense you know so i just wanted to put that out there as well i don't want to interject though but yeah I think people need to hear it. I think it's perfect. I think a lot of us who have thought about going that route or the worst. Who, who still feel like maybe that'll help the business need to hear that because I, I try to preach it, but I don't, you know, if I say it, I sound like I'm just beating up schools and all of that stuff. So I'm glad that somebody else could come in and express. But even with bad work, I learned that too with bad clients. I used to take a bunch of like music videos or I had this, I had this client I started out with who wanted like headshots and, she was saying she wanted like six, she wanted six headshots for her team and wanted to pay, I believe it was like 200. And she wanted me to travel from uh, New York to Long Island. And if you're not familiar with the area or anybody, like that's a long way, depending on like where you're at. And she just wanted me to do it for like 250. So she wanted me to travel with all my gear, go all the way over there to get six people <laughs> and then do it for like a couple of hours. And I was like, hey, this is like going to at least start you like at 1200, like at least, you know, I got to go over there and set everything up. We're going to go there with your clientele in, in your location. We're also going to like be, you know, speak and span. So, you know, we're professional and like, obviously there's a bunch of things to go to that. And she was like, oh, well, you know, somebody said they could do it for 250. I'm like, well, have them do it. Cause I ain't stressing about that. <laughs> I, I, that I <laughs> I'm not, so I, I, I could be like, 
look, like we're all trying to like get out the the rut and stuff, but like me, I feel like it you go down more when you do things like that. It's just stressful. You have somebody on your back and you know, with this with this other client that I have that that paid, like they um, you know, I did a bunch of techniques with it. Like, you know, I I I was able to like add them like a discount for their first time like coming in. Like I had things in place to make them buy uh within like the first two weeks of my proposal expiring or whatever. But um, you know, they have not bothered me with anything. They're like, oh yeah, you could just do whatever you you want. And it was close to like a two thousand dollar thing, and it's nothing crazy. But even with that, like they're they have not bothered me with how the shoot is even going to go or or anything. And I much rather that. So yeah. when you get to hiring clients, and then you're gonna have less problem with hiring hiring clients. It's always been the case. Like I got no yeah. problems with people who spend companies who spend more money. They're like, let us know when you're done. And then you get the next step up and the $2,000 people all of a sudden seem like a pain in the butt yep. in your life. How did I put up with this from you guys before? Yep. Absolutely. That's like, how it works. Absolutely. Yeah. It's weird, man. The way the steps go is weird. And that's, and that's why I, I, I teach you to, you can start doing that little stuff, but you got to build it to attract the bigger guys because it's, it's, it's smoother, more consistent, a, a lot more fun and easier. It's an easier way of living, easier way of living. Um, that's yeah. We're gonna. We, I mean, we're gonna talk on that a little bit later. I'm, I want to. Yeah, you the oh, truth though. That's all I want to say. You the truth oh. and follow this dude. That's all I need to do for real. Like I, I nobody's paying me or anything like that. I'm, this is my first time on here. I've never talked to Ty ever. This is what it is. So I'm just saying. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Did you? Uh, are are you going to NAB by any chance out in Vegas? I was planning to, but I'm not just because I have, you know, the baby just came and the wife, you know, she's very, very, again, somebody said she's a keeper, dude, like Ty said that a long time ago in a, in a, in a live, like your, your partner is very important to doing all this. And like, I, when I came in here, I want to interject that as well. Like, you know, like with a partner that allows you to do things, but you're also able to show the person that like you're being serious it gives them confidence it all works out again i'm i'm able to do this with you she has two kids you know and just she understands all this and like it's never been a problem and i've you know been five years gonna marry and like it's just always been like that so i was able to close the deal i'm I'm noticing i'm able to do that while she was giving birth a lot of you know it would have one down like that you know what yeah. i'm saying so you'd have been like, hold my hand you've been breaking your hand i mean i did it after you know but i was like let me do it real quick and they were like oh it's about to come i'm like this one second and then happened, so. <laughs> we're sitting over the proposal is it a boy okay <laughs> 10 toes 10 fingers good Let's... i know if, i know it. i, I kid been... you not kid yeah. you not so i was like that's a story that you hear when building a business and i'm like yeah, i have to hear this one so that's what's up that is definitely a keeper that's she get the Flash Film Academy uh, stamp of keeper approval from Ty. <laughs> Tell her that. <laughs> That's what's up. But I do appreciate you, man. So I'll let you do the show, but hopefully we'll talk more. We definitely will. We definitely yeah. will. Who we got up next? Crichton. We got up Crichton. Wait, we got the, uh, we got to go back to the, yeah, to the hand test, Crichton. We got to go back. Let me see. Hold on. Hold the hand up there. Let me see if we could, uh. See, yeah, it's it's almost it's almost matching. It's almost matching. It's just almost. Yeah, I'm fine, honey. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, brother? All right. So you asking for some W's. So I think I got some. I I I definitely got some learning done too. Okay. Um let's see. So we had the wedding expo this past weekend. I'm almost recovered from it. Um <laughs> I really do feel like this is a win. The other photographers were trying to hire my guys off right then and there. 
Um, so that, 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 that was a win and, and, uh, getting, uh, getting one guy who's never done anything, uh, looking good enough that, uh, uh, the competition trying to hire him. Um, you know, that, that, that was, you know, like, Hey, we're, we're, we're going to walk in and, and getting these guys, uh, name badges, getting them the right equipment, getting them looking the part. Yep. And then the competition's trying to hire them right then and there. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was, I was pretty proud of that. Looking the part, um, looking the part is so important. It's one of the the most skipped over things we forget about when we want all this. We want this big check, but you don't look like you don't look like that big check. You got to look like the big check. You can't go Lamborghini exactly. shopping in a in a raggedy shirt and be mad because they're not running over to you like you you know hoping that you some rapper with a bag full of money. Go in the suit and watch how they act. But anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, absolutely. Um, let's see. Uh, th- th- this one started out as, as a lesson, but it's also a little bit of a win because I learned something. Uh, I now know what a DTAP battery is. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, that, 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 that was probably the biggest pain in my butt because uh, I, I had rented a Terror deck and, uh, mm. not, and, and I thought that it would power over a USB dash C. No, and no, uh no, no, no. You, mm, no. I, you gotta have a DTAP, I, 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 a DTAP port. Yeah. Some of them take it, DTAP too, but yeah, yeah it's P-tap. DTAP or PTAP. I you like need P-tap. that direct, you need DC, like yep. you need yeah. DC for days yep. on that. Absolutely. And, and and now I have a charger for my DTAP battery too. Okay. So uh and 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 I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay, now now I have to decide do I want to stick with the V mount that I got or do I want to go gold mount? Uh there's pros and cons, you know. So, um, all y'all video people, man, I'm I'm kind of curious about where everybody else is going with, but that V mount all day. I'm a V mount guy. That's just me. I started with gold mount, but listen, listen, these are the situations that's perfect for NAV, because you're gonna run across all the battery manufacturers. Mm-hmm. And they're going to prove to you why you should do one over the other. <laughs> this is a this is a perfect NAB moment because you're gonna see yep. so many freaking D tap, P tap, gold mount, V mount, mm-hmm. double stackable V. You're gonna see so much crap that you it are is. your fingers are gonna smell like batteries. You're gonna be tired of it when you leave. But it's good because you'll get to see and play and touch with it, touch everything. What's that? That's a uh, V-mount or is it gold? Yeah, that, that, I, I am getting a V-mount. Okay. I, so, yeah, yeah, it, it, it was uh, quite the, uh, quite, quite the, uh, the frustrate, frustrating moment, but I learned something and I learned something good. So, yeah. I, you know, yeah it, but that's, that's good. Glad that you rented it. You got that experience. You got to use it yep. in a situation where it was, you know, even if you took an L, it didn't cause nobody else stuff to crash and burn. Uh, it was, you know, it was exactly. your thing, but that's the perfect time to, to, to buy and test equipment. So that exactly. is definitely a W. And, and then um, let me see here. Probably hold on. Uh, the biggest L was my expectations. Mm. So um, I had cleared out or, 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 or we, we had went through and we knew what we could do in 2023 put these on real quick Mm -hmm. we did not think about 2024 Mm -hmm. yeah so everybody shows up they're look they're asking about 2024 or and then i even had one bride 
sweet, like four foot eight Asian lady. January, 2025. I was just like, I can't even, I'm like, like you could, people get married and divorced and married again before she'll actually get married in the first place. Well, yeah, weddings, you got to have a three-year calendar, minimum three-year calendar on weddings. Yeah. It's, that's what, photo books, photo booths and weddings, Mm -hmm. you can, you get ready. There's people who, I know people who are getting married in 2026, and I'm like, good luck. But you, you know, but sometimes, you know, the, the, the standard everyday general population our idea of marriage is a little flimsier compared to certain cultures who have may have been together or designed to be together for the longest and now they're trying to do you know what i'm saying so you Mm -hmm. have to have a calendar that's at least three years but that 2025 man that non-refundable retainer works either way (laughs) absolutely i'm glad you said that yep exactly um but now so so probably the the biggest uh thing out of that was also uh ran the photo booth um has had whatever uh itty bitty minor problems with it um but worked those out uh pretty easy uh also was able to capture probably about 50 to 70 people's uh contact info uh got got all the images off without a hitch um and then in a couple of days, I'm supposed to be getting all the contact info for everybody who showed up at the expo. Um, now, I will say this, because I was the only uh, content generator, uh, content creator, uh, who had 4K stabilized video on a gimbal, on a, on a tilter ring, and on an easy rig uh, with... It went with my, my my main guy uh, who actually knows how to shoot video. Uh, the, the the his his assistant for the weekend was brand new at it. Um, I probably have four to six hours of footage I haven't went through yet, uh, showing every single booth, and to include the competition, um, the show overall, and then Ty, I, I I think you might be proud of me. I think you might, you, maybe a little bit. I was too busy because I, I I was I was stationed. Uh, the, the booth that I got was closer to the entrance, constant flow of customers for ten hours. Um, the biggest W for me were these other business owners coming up, and I don't want to say that they're begging. Uh, they, 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 they weren't begging, but but they were inquiring with a uh w- w- with with interest about getting the footage and having uh marketing materials made yeah yeah i i, I like that slightly yeah. thirsty yep. yes they're right. a little thirsty for some 4k like yeah because yep. they understand the value of it they pay money mm-hmm. for it i mean and that's something where again i've i've had friends who had video production companies and all they did was create highlight uh content for events like that did a lot of gun shows and booths will buy the footage when they're done. Um, and then the overall company will use it as a marketing, uh, use it to market. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Rodney said game recognized game. 
That's it. That's I, what I'm saying. Listen, I so I've been at I've been at events and shot stuff on my phone that was dope. That you know, just knowing how to shoot. So and you put it together in cap cut, boop boop boop. Here you go. So I mean, there's you know, there's always a need for content. Con, there's always a need for it. So yeah, definitely I would get their card too. I would have, I would have, they would have been oh, potential yeah. clients and other things. I, and, I have a stack besides, of cards. Besides the, the difference is, is I guarantee there are plenty of people using their phone to get footage and stuff like that there. Um, I, I've done, was it, was it with the not Creighton? Is that who you did it with? Was, what oh, was the uh, wedding w- with with the show? Uh, the, the, the show was American consumer shows. Okay. Yes. Uh, they, I, they, I, they, they're on a New York. So I, I did the knot a couple of years back at, uh, at, uh, what's that cool golf place? The, uh, top the golf? uh, yeah, yeah. Top golf. Um, but the thing is, is that even though everybody's running around with, uh, with their, with their phones doing footage, it doesn't matter because you guys look the part, you guys are out there with mm-hmm. full rigs. You guys are out to out there doing that. So that's why, even though, even though the iPhone is still our competition, and that iPhone, if you know what you're doing with it, you can shoot a hell of good stuff. Man, it doesn't matter. I They're shot. coming to you because you're the ones with with bodies out out there with the rigs, and and they're willing to pay for that footage where they are not willing to pay for somebody running around with their iPhone. I tell you this, man. I shut it down with an iPhone on cinematic mode and a DJI uh, gimbal. I've shot in some stuff. And they and when I showed them the video, they didn't know it came from my iPhone. They didn't even know I shot anything. That's, was that's like, very true. Where did you get this? True. When did you where did you get this from? So I'm just saying it can be done. However, go to professional route if you can. That's that that way you can get a card and probably get a check written on site before they see anything. I see the pictures that you're posting in the in the chat. Oh yeah. With the crew, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, I, and, and that was that was the other part. Nobody else had anybody who was not just dedicated to doing sales, and you know, like they're like, uh, you know, I I, I saw it at, at an expo back in January. They had uh, somebody had a a a, a red Komodo, and it's just sitting there, and it's like, but what does it really solve, and you know, and, and, and that that's why I and I ran it through the show. I made sure that, that they could be walking around. They couldn't do any business, mm-hmm. um, but they're allowed to walk around. Uh, and then uh, anybody looking at doing conventions for whatever, uh, whichever niche or whatever, uh, you know, this, the conventions want good video. Yep. And so, you know, I, uh, if we decide to go with these guys again, then we can actually, uh, you know, trades uh, trade some footage for you know for you know, for getting uh, m- money off w- w- with the deal. You know, it's not it's not the best deal for us, but it's a deal. Um, well, but yeah, most I mean, times they'll let you get a free booth if you're gonna if you're gonna do the footage as well. I've worked out deals where yeah. I got a free booth and some. Yeah. Now, now the the nice thing with that picture though is uh, or be a sponsor. Exactly. Uh, I I I had one that was at the four seasons. It was one as, as when we were camping at NASA, I, I just couldn't make it. My, my, my kids and something as cool as spending the night at NASA, you know, sorry that, 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 that you only live once. 
Um, and they were begging. I mean, like the, 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 the showrunner herself was begging me to show up. I'm like, I can't do it. I mean, you know, and, and that, that's exactly how you said, you know, uh, that it, it would have been me or it would have been like my company, some Wolfgang Puck stuff, some really big names out here in the region. Um, and yeah. Gotta like yep. it now. And I would take that footage. I would create a dope, uh, like dope reel. And I would go after corporate event planners. I would go after event planners that and promoters who on both sides. So you got to think, let me tell you why I like this, like going after events, right? Because you could sell them the same footage twice. Let me tell you how this is. I don't got my, I don't got my, uh, I haven't used my graphic in a while, but uh, yeah, let me tell you how, right? There you go. Pop that on the screen for you real quick. Put on my brass knuckles. Make sure you come into the screen, come a little closer. Let me tell you what you got to do. All right, listen. That video content can be sold twice. One, for getting people in the booths to fill up booths. And two, to get people to buy tickets. Same content geared towards two different audiences. Two different videos two di for two different people. One says, buy your tickets for $19.99 for this event coming up on the 25th. The other video says, get your business at this event by getting a booth for X, Y, and Z. Same footage, same video, two different audiences. There you go. You just doubled your money. And it costs you two easy payments of free 99. Let me take this off screen because we're done with that. But that's why I like working, you know, working with event planners because they got both sides to worry about. Promoters got both sides to worry about. Filling up the booth, filling up the booths, selling out all the booths, and then selling a ton of tickets. Same footage can do both. Now you're gonna edit some things. You may add some different graphics to each video. One may be more faster paced. The other may display prices of booths and things like that. It may talk about how much foot traffic coming through the door. You know, what, the person that's coming to the event, let's say hypothetically we're in Texas. So, of course, we're going to use the gun show as an idea. Why not? You know, not that gun show, Craig. Not that. Not them guns, man. But so as a as a consumer, I want to know that there is there are a lot of booths available. The variety is there. I get to see all and buy all the stuff I want. As a gun shop owner, I want to know that there's a lot of people coming to this event so I can move my inventory. When you create content, that's my timer. When you create content, you can direct it at both, both people. So something to think about. I've even seen people do it, get that content and direct it towards a third idea, right? So you'll have vendors who are selling actually what the event is about. And then you'll have outside vendors that are selling different things like candy and food, things like that. So their video to, to buy space at a gun show may be different than somebody who is inside. Then you can go a fourth layer and go to recruiting video. If they're looking to recruit people to work or volunteer at this event, that's four different ways you can use the same content to go get with a promoter and create four different videos. So there's a lot of ways. And look, I, these are things that I learned by working with content, working with uh, event promoters or event planners. I didn't know there was a difference in 
you know, the, the difference. But a sixth one is a sponsor. So you need a video for sponsors. We need a video for inside vendors. We need a video for outside vendors who are going to sell miscellaneous things like freaking, you know, smoothies and all kind of popcorn. Um, you need a one. You need one for people that's attending the event and then recruiting volunteers for the event and sponsors. If I didn't say that already, so so those there's a lot of different ways you can take that footage and position it for different content to the same customer. That's not even including selling the footage to each individual booth. You can work out a deal where each individual booth can pay extra in advance and get a 90 second, 30 second video created for their Instagram or TikTok or whatever. So now, you know, you, you walk in the door with 20 customers and you just got the booth numbers. You can run around and capture footage and somebody next to them would be like, can you do ours? Sure. Send the invoice here. So you can clean up at an event. Um, you know, but the thing is, these are things that, like I said, I've learned by talking to event coordinators and promoters. They're going to want 20 videos before the next event showing that this is what you missed last time. At the next gun show, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? Like they want to create a lot of stuff. The same can be. And so what kind of show was that you was at? Uh, Crichton, I'm, I can't relate to the conversation. Strippers sure. and tippers. Strippers and tippers. <laughs> Sometimes that's what that, that, that's what you end up with when it's all said and done. But tipping. You know. <laughs> he was out of uh, tell, well. You can tell him. Look at Marcus. Um, no, it, 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 it was just a bridal expo, uh, Alex, and so um, it now so in Houston. We we have like two really big ones that I, that I've been able to find where it's like everybody, um, and those have about three thousand brides each, and then uh so so there's one in January uh, I was I was uh, I I got a, a free guest vendor pass for that couldn't do any business, um learned a lot, and then the the next big one was the one in March which was uh, this past weekend, um. And so I went from just playing out, playing on going in straight for photo booths and nothing else. And so I ended up photo booth and then I'm like, okay, photography been, I've done it, video done it, uh, and offering live streaming, which nobody else, uh, even seems to want to touch. Um, uh, and so all that's just the offering live streaming sets us apart for a moment. Um, uh, and then on top of that, we had, one of the best, one of the best uh, photo booths that caught some attention had a giant green screen. Uh, you know, location worked out pretty good. Um, I was so busy that for the the two days, where it's five hours each, I couldn't step away from the booth until the last fifteen minutes of the show. And even then, there were, you know, it it, it was a uh, busy enough, and so. Um, you know, again, uh, Alex. So, so like my, my my biggest lesson out of it was, uh, I was I wasn't expecting on brides looking for next year. I, I my expectation was summer and you know uh, fall winter, and then I was like, hey, we're gonna hit New Year's, and I'm not gonna worry about it right now. Yeah, no, no. That uh, pretty much probably about 60, 70 percent of them were twenty twenty four brides. Um, 
the second uh, on Sunday, the second day, uh, I started getting some uh, um, some for later this fall. And so, you know, uh, it, it's, uh, but the big push is going to be once the email contact list comes out. And as soon as I get that, 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 that that's going to be where we're going to have to go hit everybody with it. And so th- it's going to be, be right all the on, follow-ups. I'll be right on chat uh, GPT and hooking it up. Give me a three-part email series to email and it'll, bloop, 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 it'll give you everything. Mm-hmm. So the, the, again, you know, great ideas. If that's your niche, if that is your niche and you living in that world, um, you know, it's, it's a great place to be for some reason. We'll not copy and paste. That's weird. There you go. Okay. Let me copy and paste that over here real quick. Let's go to Marcus. I believe you up next, bro. With the W's. Are you muted? You muted, man. I don't hear nothing. How about that? Is that I, better? I hear you loud and clear. You brought back awesome. up with you. Back up with you this week. I see you. All right, everybody. So this is Tim. What's going on? Tim is another photographer here in my area. Okay. I have been baby stepping him into the world of Ty and slash Tyrone, aka you know who he is. <laughs> um. So. Um. But. Um, this is the guy I've been telling you about, Ty, um, that is potentially thinking about doing some stuff together and whatnot. So I'm like, all right, if you want to be part of this, I need you to introduce you to my guy. Okay. And, um, so we have a, an event coming up, um, that we, uh, I, I, I was able to get a dub on, um, four figures. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. We got, we got something for that. We, get, we oh, I can't pull it up right now. I'll pull it up in a minute. I know what you're doing. You know what I'm doing. Yeah. But um, we got that. Um, today, uh, I have a, another proposal. Uh, I have a, a meeting with um, another client. So, you know, this was the only time that worked out. So I'll hop off and I'll hop back in. Tim won't be here, but I wanted him to see, like, this is what we do. Um, Brayden, I already told him about you. Uh, Rodney, I already told him about you. Luke, Ty. Uh, I've told him about you guys, where you guys are at, what you guys do. Um, so he understands like all of us were in these different areas of this is what we do. This is how we do things. Um, and we're getting to the business side of the house. Making things pretty is nice, but getting that bag is where we're really at. So first when, um, like I said, uh, we have an event um, for a organization that you guys know that I've done many, many things with, which is Boulder Crest. Um, they're a, a nonprofit, but we were able to do their fundraising event. Um, so got four figures out of that, nice. right. Which is gone to buying gear, got getting things, getting shirts, branding, right. Module one, um, of making sure that the brand is, is set. Um, so I want him to hear, like, I haven't told him this, like, this is what we're doing. Um, today I landed a wedding, right. I know you've got to give me. Uh, yeah, my brass knuckles. Oh, so you see the the cup? I got a throat punch cup right there. Knuckles on. Remind me. First, I want to say welcome to the family, Tim. This is how we get down. We just we you know we chop it up and we talk about the business side, and we we try to encourage each other and hold each other accountable um, on ways to grow our business. It's a whole lot of money out here. Every every business need content. We just got to present ourselves in a way 
we can get that business. So that's what we're here to talk about. If Marcus happened to explain that, you know. Yeah. I'm 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 letting him get the 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 raw knuckle side of things, oh, okay. not the brass, the raw. The raw. Uh, he okay. just sat me down in a chair and said, sit here for a second. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, you put me under the hot seat. I What's did. What's going on here? That, I sounds, did. that sounds like Marcus. That's that's the Marcus we know. That, that, that is what I do. So in that, um, I wanted to bring him in because he's the only photographer that I've seen that has the hunger in my area. It's like, all right, you ain't a thinna guy. That's right. So let's, let's, let's put you in some real game and let's do this. So um, we got a wedding. Uh, we acquired today um, that was almost four figures. I believe that they're going to try to extend. So it'll be a four figure. That's my goal. But we got that. Um, we got a headshot uh, as well. And then, um, yeah, hopefully tonight I can secure this other other bag. But for a week, you know, that's almost four grand for, for just this week. And for the month, that's almost ten grand. That's that's what that's what I'm talking. About. I got the I got the play button ready for you now. <laughs> and that's that's what it's about: being consistent, stringing them together, understanding what your client wants, so that you can provide it. There you go. What's that? A uh, uh, is that a hundred thousand dollar bill? It's a million dollar. I can't even see. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's a decimal. Okay. I thought it was a thousand dollars at first, but that million dollar. That's a, and you got a you got a book of them. Like you got a bunch of million dollar bills. Is that more than one? Chocolate bar. Chocolate bar. Oh, okay. Yeah, hundred grand chocolate bar. Uh, but yeah, dollars. but that's what it's about. Yeah. That's that's what it's about. Stringing them together. Really, you know, when you know who your target audience is, you can become predictable. And business is about growth. It's about predict being predictable and growing year year over year, month over month, job over job. So I like that. So Nathan uh, or Alan, excuse me, appreciate you for letting me cut in. Uh, I know you were first, but I wanted to get uh, Tim in here and see this. Hopefully, we can get him on here more often. But I wanted him to see this live and how I've been thinking. Because one thing that he's 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 dealt with is. The business side of the business is like, how can I continue to recur clients? And I'm like, I've been there. Yep. And I'm like, all right, let's get to know each other. Let's build a relationship. Let's get, get a couple pieces of work going, blah, blah, blah. Boom. And then now he's in my seat, the hot seat of making sure that we always come with multiple wins. Like that's my goal every week uh, to represent for Ty is multiple wins of something, either getting the business cards done, getting the website redone, uh, making sure the email is good, making sure the phone call system is great. Moving forward, uh, taking action. That's the thing, taking action. That's we, the biggest can, thing. Uh, we can talk about it all day. It's all about taking action. Um, and, and it's so important that, because it's easy not to. It's easy to say we bought to, we finna, we think we should be. You don't see results until you take action. So we just pushed the idea of taking action here. Um, and Can't get victories without action. Right. That, and that's what, and sometimes depending on where you are in the journey, a win may, you know, to get to the point where a win is a $10,000 job, you got to get to a point where a win is getting up off your couch and knocking on doors. Like, so wherever you are in the journey, you know, a win is a win. And, and as long as you're moving forward, that that's what matters. So we want to make sure that we highly encourage everybody that's watching. Just take a step, take another step, take another step, take another step. And you're going to look up and you're going to be at the top of the mountain. So you know, it's it's just easy to be complacent with with this. 
And even like when you're getting the 10K jobs, you're going to have to get your ass up off the couch and go knock doors. I promise. Unless you're really consistent and you really have a system, you're still going to have to knock doors. And even if you are, you probably still will if you know what's good for you. You'll probably still go out and knock a few doors more targeted, but you'll still do it. Now, also, like I said, he's, he's very raw. Now, one thing that Ty teaches here is it's not about the gear. Gear is irrelevant. Yes. So Mr. Luke here, right, he has a testimony that Ty loves to talk about, is Luke made $50,000 with two iPhones. Nice. It was, a, it was a 3GS. It was an old iPhone. No, it wasn't. I'm just joking. <laughs> and Luke, how old are you? Don't make fun of my old iPhone, bro. <laughs> Try to upgrade. I'm, I, I'm not around to it, man. Those stores take forever. Was... <laughs> What'd you ask, Marcus? How old are you? 25. His phone is 22. <laughs> yeah, my, my phone's 22, but I'm 25. <laughs> it was a gift for him when he was younger, but he kept that iPhone 3GS on AT&T. And look, look at him now. He can buy all the iPhones he wants. So, <laughs> Man, AT&T, I literally wouldn't even get a signal with that. I can't do that out here, bro. That's, <laughs> that's paying for nothing. I might as well have it on no service then. It's just the camera with Wi-Fi. It's the Wi-Fi, yeah. <laughs> yes, the Wi-Fi camera. Teaching us young time. He's teaching us youngins, youngins uh, <laughs> fast. Uh, yeah, you got to get the bag, man. You got the iPhone in your pocket. You got to get the bag. <laughs> Because the only thing missing, really, the creativity is there. It's just the business part that's missing. That's the part that you can't just learn on the street. You know, we, we think we can. We think we can walk in the store and, and know how it works, but we can only see 20% of it. So it's the inner workings that, that we have to learn to, to build the foundation. All right, y'all. We appreciate y'all. I'll be back on. I got a meeting with another uh, client, so I'll be back. I know you're gonna be with the late, you, late you're gonna be with the late night crew. I know how you how you roll. I'll be back rolling with the after after hours. Right with the Get sandwich. sandwich. With the sandwich, you're gonna be you're gonna be you're gonna sweat on his forehead in the sandwich. But we'll talk about that later. We will talk about that. Please, <laughs> <laughs> everybody. Who was who was next? Because uh, in my list, Jediah is next. Not me. I just put my hand up. So everybody. Okay. So before. okay. So it isn't okay. So I think it's in order. Okay. Okay. I think. Can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, so hey, good to see everyone again. Um, you know, love these calls. Uh, well, first thing back. I got, yeah, I got uh two wins, man. I finally finished. Well, the first one is a uh, big, but it's real quick. Um, I was dealing with my military stuff for a long time, so I finally got my hundred percent. So that's you know how long did that take, bro? Back. How long did that take? I'm waiting. Uh so this last, so the last claim, so I was at 94, like four months, but I was notified at the beginning of March for the claim that I put in, in September. Okay. So this last from my 90 to a hundred, it took, what's that like five months? I just want I submitted a claim. It's going to take, I just want to know how long from the claim time till you got a decision. Oh, nah. Yeah. It's like five yeah, okay. it's like five. Oh, I still got so. time, but go ahead. I'm sorry. But that's a good. Anyway. That's that's a big win for all my 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 veteran brothers out here. That's a big win. Get that. Get yeah. the bread. That'll that'll help you sleep good at night. I'm, you know. Yeah, and and I could um definitely save on you know money and taxes and stuff, and that stuff will go you it'll know towards 
other stuff. So I didn't have you talking reckless to clients. Buy it if you want to. <laughs> I don't care. What you go? You got a cheaper price. Go get it. I'm what you want. Next, like so. <laughs> it was hard not doing that at that bridal bro, expo. I don't know what that was like. My game real. away, Ty. Don't give my game away. That's I'm, my game, bro. <laughs> I, I don't know what that's like. I want to get there. Like you know, I'm cool, but I'm like I'm like that a little bit, but. The VA stuff, you get that in order, you can be like, I'm only like that to clients if they if they seem like they real picky, like they real price picky. That I'm like, all right, you can go. Yeah, if it's yeah. somebody that I'm like, I know you're gonna pay, then I'll bet. I'm, I'm big on so. disqualifying people, like with a little bit yeah. of arrogance, like, and I'll tell people, maybe, maybe you guys just aren't at a level where you can afford us, and that's it's no, it's not a problem. It's okay. <laughs> like they're like, what? I can That's buy two of them. So shall I write you up for two? Or like, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, my bad. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> no, that that because that that I um that mindset definitely came on me because you know it uh you know I don't want to get too stupid with money, you know. Yeah. So um we'll see. I actually um my second win is actually an um Ty texted you this like a while ago. Um just wanted to bring it out here as a my beta client, I finally, like, I'm starting to narrow down my niche. So I'm going to be working with, like, attorneys and lawyers. Mm, I like that. So I was trying to focus on criminal defense attorneys. But um, so I went on Facebook and Google, and I started to find people in my area. And I was just sending cold emails. So a guy actually responded with this law firm. It's in Fort Worth, Texas. And uh, he responded. I met with him a while back, and he was really happy. And the guy who answered was in charge of marketing. So we actually got a shoot next week um, that we're going to uh, do some testimonial videos. It's a pretty big law firm. It's not, yeah. it's not really small. It's a decent size. So I kind of wanted your, uh, your guidance because I've been emailing him back and forth. And I, you know, I told him the, the whole like spill that's uh, I think module one mm -hmm. where we're developing a business. You know, I told him we're developing a product for that business. Um, I told him, you know, why I'm doing it for free because I'm going to sell it to, you know, other law firms. So he understands that. So we're going to uh, do some interviews. We got three testimonials that we're doing that's going to go on his website. So I wanted you to like um, advice on how I think developing that product systems and processing and like how to sell that and pitch that towards different law firms because that that is what i'm struggling with with that if that makes sense let's well let's talk about it let's talk about it real mm -hmm. quick that's, that's yeah um so the thing is this the, the question you you have to ask that client is will this help you bring in more clients i don't mm -hmm. care if it looks good on your website i don't care if he think that people will like this. You know what I'm saying? Will this help you? And can we gauge it? How can we determine whether or not this content out of all, con because I'm going to be real with you. The content that I'm noticing now are TikTok videos with lawyers telling you about laws and stuff you never heard of. That makes yeah. me be like, yo, he know his stuff. Yeah. So uh, I actually just found you ever seen guy. law by Mike on TikTok. Yeah. Ty, Ty knows what I'm talking yeah. about. You seen law yeah, by yeah, Mike do that. Do that. Law by Mike blew up. He he was just nobody, and he made those videos with some videographer, and he blew up, dude. Now, like, now if he can tell you 
yo, I got 100,000 people coming to my website every month. If he got traffic, then it's an issue of converting that traffic. But if you don't have traffic, what are we shooting this video for? You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and those are things that you have to dig deep and be like, what is the benefit of this for you? Where are you getting out of this other than just free testimonial videos? I need to make sure that this adds value to your business. If it don't make you money, I don't want to shoot it because you're not going to spend money on it. It's a nice to have mm -hmm. for free. And that's the thing with, 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 with beta clients is you have to develop that relationship because there's a list of things they would like to have because you're willing to shoot it. I need to create something that sets your business on fire. So when I walk into the next place and I tell them what we do, they like, y'all the one that did it for them. We want it. And that's, and that's the thing with, with creating for a beta client. I need to know that this works for you. I need to be able to gauge it. I need to come to you and say, how is it doing? I need access to, to, I may need access to your TikTok page or wherever we're uploading this because I need to look at the traffic. So, because I, for me to, for me to get a testimonial from you, I don't want a testimonial from that lawyer saying they showed up on time. They shot testimonial videos. Thank you. I want a testimonial to say, Hey, before we did business with them, we were bringing in X amount of clients. When we shot video with them, we now have this amount of clients. Our mm -hmm. business has grown by this percentage in a matter of this short time by working with this company. That is what my testimonial needs to say for my company. And the only way to do that is to have real results. The only way I can get real results is to have access to the analytics and to create something that is designed to, to trigger something, to do something for you, not just a nice to have. So you gotta, you gotta be careful because they may not know a lot of lawyers, especially when you get with like older lawyers, they are missing the social media boat. They think, you know, headshots are going to bring them more business. And that's just not the case. Mm -hmm. We need to have you talking about like, like I did a video for um, a weed lawyer here in Texas where there's no type of, if you're a smoker, this ain't the place to be. They're just, you know, all the laws are still in place, but we did a video where it explained that if you make a cake and you have weed, butter, weed, sugar, whatever the ingredients, uh -huh. and you get, you go into the party with this cake or these brownies or whatever, and you get pulled over with those brownies and they determine that those brownies have THC, you're going down for the weight of those brownies. So guess what? If you got two pounds of brownies, you might as well get caught with two pounds of weed. You're done. They're going to try to prosecute you for two pounds of marijuana. That video did numbers for them because people didn't know that. It was like, wait, what? I'm your weed lawyer. If you get caught, blah, blah, it was, you know what I'm saying? So those are things that go viral on social media and bring tons of traffic and business. Now they are located in Dallas. They were getting calls from Houston, everywhere, El Paso. They were getting money from everywhere. Mm -hmm. So those are just little ways where, and, and, I'm a, and that came from me having a conversation. I did headshots for them. Met them on Thumbtack, did headshots for them. 
and was just like a weed lawyer, huh? Like, what do you, what are some of the cases you, and he was telling me about a case. And I was like, that would be a dope video. Did the video, uploaded 120,000 views later. That one video was bringing a mad traffic. And that wasn't my intention. I just thought it was like, that's what you need to be putting out. I'm, I've learned, I don't, I'm, you know, I'm not a weed smoker. That ain't my thing. But that, I, I didn't know that. That's crazy. I know plenty of people that have showed up at events with brownies or jello, whatever. Had I known, like, yo, you get pulled over and you got jello, jello heavy as hell. You about to be in jail looking like a kingpin over some J-E-L-L-O shots. <laughs> that ain't it, Chief. I ain't trying to go down over no jello shots. Being a pin, smacking people around. Like, you know you got caught with 20 pounds or what? The the hard stuff. No, nah, jello. We read the paper, bro. It was jello. You were here like you a kingpin. You got caught with jello, not powder. So these are things that's just amazing. That lawyer is going to have a lot of stories like that. That little laws or little loopholes, little things that his client should know that would make perfect 60-second reels that will bring him more traffic. And that way, you can watch it. You can even put some money behind it and boost some of them posts to see what they do once you put $50 behind it. You know what I mean? To see hey, where it go. Okay. Yeah. So is the, is the solution to that to make them on site then? Or <laughs> we mean film them on site? No, no, no. For 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 the people with with the Jello or the cake, <laughs> you know, do, do you need to bake it on, on, the, on location? The legal solution is not to do it. The legal well, solution, obviously. The views and opinions expressed in this video are not those of Flash Film Academy. Just want to put that out there real quick. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know what the solution. The solution is don't get caught. <laughs> to be honest with you. But but that's just, you know, but again, you got to dig deep and say, well, what are you trying to do? Like, what, what is your, are you trying to bring in more people? He may say, I got too many people. He may say, I got more than enough. I need video on teaching people how to fill out these forms. I need video on teaching people how to whatever like it, it, there's a ton of things that because he, he even though he's a criminal lawyer he specializes in certain type of crimes you know what i'm saying like i had a lawyer tell me if you're gonna ride around with a baseball bat in your trunk keep a glove too your lawyer will thank you don't just ride around with a steel bat also get a glove buy you a pair of cleats because if you ride around with a oh, bat okay. and something jump off, it was premeditated. Like you was looking for trouble. You a troublemaker. If you got a pair of cleats, you're a baseball player. Big difference. A uh, question, question. Yeah. So, so I see what you're saying. So, um, how how should a conversation start with um me taking over that role of this social media? Because I know I'm gonna have to like, you know, start it, push it, and manage it. What is your biggest pain point? What is, what, do you need more clients? Do you need to train the clients you have? Do you need to train the employees you have? What is the biggest way that content can help your business? Remember, in our mind, we think everybody just want money. They want more people, more money. And that may not be the case. And I can't, more times than not, I've gone to a client thinking, I'm going to bring you more people. And they're like, we don't need more damn people. Mm -hmm. We need to move the people we got now through the system faster. 
I got a million dollars in invoices out. I can't get paid, not because people don't want to pay me, but because I can't get to them because they haven't submitted the paperwork properly. If we can create content to help them submit that paperwork properly, that's a million more dollars in my pocket. That is where I need help at. Don't add more people when I got $6 million in unpaid invoices. But for me to get that, I had to develop that relationship with them and find out, like I had to peel that onion back and really learn about, well, how can I help you? What are some ways video can help your bit? What are some, matter of fact, what are some of the biggest problems that you have right now? Because they may explain something and they don't see video as a solution. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. like recruiting, a lot of people don't see video as a solution for recruiting. But people are visual. So you mean to tell me when, when that employer is looking to apply and everybody else got just pictures and you got a dope video, that won't help you? Of course that'll help you. So let's get a dope video. You, a lot of these companies, you're paying to be on CareerBuilder, Monster, LinkedIn, and you don't have a video to upload? You're just uploading trashy um, clip art pictures or whatever, stock photos or some cell phone crap? Let's show a video. When you go look at McDonald's, they got videos. Burger King make you think this place is the place to work. You're going to fix meals and build it their way. BK, have it. They go all singing and dancing. And people sign up and go work for it and be hating it, be mad at you because you want to supersize your fries. You know what I'm saying? Don't give me that fat look. I know, yeah, hook my junk up. Too. Yeah, don't be, right. don't be I'm, fat shaming. I'm going to meditate on it. <laughs> I'm gonna meditate on it. I'm gonna I'm gonna just have more conversations with them yeah. and see where. where shadow them. Say, hey, I just want to spend a day just kind of shadowing you. Let me see what you do. Learn about what he do. You'd be mm -hmm. surprised, like little stuff. Like, man, I seen you tell this lady that three times. That should be in the video. I seen uh -huh. you. I seen you. You, you and your clients. I seen your your uh paralegal send this same form to everybody that came in with questions. Shouldn't there be a video attached to that helping people understand, you know, what should be filled out? So so when you get it back, it's filled out correctly, like it's completed correctly. That's a video. 30 seconds of your life creating that video that will save him 250 hours a year. That's valuable to him. 250 hours a year at $400 an hour is a whole lot of money. That's valuable to him, especially in lawyers. They they charge by if they can. If they can say, if they can build an hour and do the work in less than an hour, you are a beast. If you can help them do that, you are worth your time. So how can we get more done in a billable hour? Like those are just, you know what I'm saying? I, I've spent a whole lot of money with attorneys this year. I'm, I trust me. Somebody's riding in something good because of me. So and it's all on billable hours. They like, yeah, open up the folder. That's $400. Like, y'all could have came and opened that month before you. You're going to charge me $400 to open a folder. I sent you everything, which means you had to put it in the folder. All you had to do is print it. I got all of the evidence. Like, what, what did you have to do? Put it in a binder for us to have a Zoom? We got a Zoom court case. Why did you even print it? You could have dragged and dropped it to the folder, bro. I'm not paying you $400 an hour to drag and drop to a folder, but it happens. So with any, and this goes for anybody to have a beta client, build that relationship. Learn what, what really, what's, what they feel is really holding them back. Because when you walk into the next place 
and you have all of those answers, not one, but two, but three, you're going to look like a freaking psychic. You're going to look like the guy to rock with if somebody can walk in and have all of the answers. And you've got testimonials and case studies where it's worked. Take my money. Take my money. Hurry up and take my money. Double it. So, you know, that that's the goal of that, that beta client relationship. That's why I say you can't really get money involved. You got to develop this relationship. And they got to they gotta kind of, they got to open up to you. They got to share some stuff that may be difficult for them to share sometimes. Like a lot of we, we business, business owners are a little cocky, especially lawyers. But when they really, truly understand that you are there to find a way to make their life better, make their business better, they may open up to some things they may not have in the beginning. And when you get that stuff, oh, it's a wrap. You are printing money. When you can solve those problems that lawyers are afraid or people in your niche are afraid to talk about, or some don't even know they have it yet. They just know something ain't right. Inventory missing. We don't know why. That's, that's funny. We have an inventory problems. And you come in and you sell them an alarm system with cameras. Oh, this is why our numbers are off one or two per month. This is walking out the back door. Didn't know we had that problem. We thought it was a computer issue. It's not a computer issue. It's an employment employee issue. Ah, okay. Got it. Oh, we got somebody on tape saying, buy it, open the box, return it, and I'll sell it back to you as an open box. We had that problem at Best Buy one time. Caught it on tape. So, you know, it happens. But so be there to solve their problem. I'm, I am your psychiatrist with a camera, period. And when you get them deep down, dirty pain points and you're not afraid to pull a, pull a layer back and be like, so let's talk about that. Let's go. When you're not afraid to dive deep and put your thumb on that wound until they scream, when they holler, that's when you got something. You, you, when you get that, you will, I promise you, your, your life will change because you, you're not going to be able to sell enough. You're going to be packed, busy solving this same problem for every, because they're going to refer 10 of their friends. Just like when, think about the last time somebody did something life-changing for you. You told everybody about it. I got, I got an adjustable base bed. Man, it is my greatest purchase of 2022. Do not wait until you're in a hospital to get a hospital bed, people. There is nothing like adjusting your bed. I don't care how old you are. It is my best purchase of 2022. I tell everybody about it. There's nothing like lifting your feet up, sitting your head up in your bed. You add that with a Tempur-Pedic, well, you're not getting out of the bed. Don't wait till you get, don't wait till you be in the hospital to get a hospital bed. You better get one while you're young, I'm telling you. But to me, I talk about it because I love it. And when you solve those problems for your beta client, they're going to bring you more clients. Because lawyers know lawyers. So that, that's really, you know, that's the mindset that should take place when, when you go have these meetings and you go talk to these people. Um, and, and, and just be careful of the, you know, it would be nice to have new, like they're just using you because they got it. It would be nice to have headshots. It would be nice to have testimonials. It would be nice to have a video of us explain. Yeah, but does that help you? 
Is that going to make you more money? Is that going to, you know what I'm saying? Like, like let's pill it. Don't just say, yeah, and be happy because you're there. That's not helping you. You got to be a little bit of an asshole to, to peel that onion back because you are there for something. It's not just to be used up. You have to go after what you're there to go after, and they're just trying to get as much content for free because they think you just want to shoot because they used to um, poor, broke, hungry content creators that just want to shoot video and build their portfolio. No, I'm here to solve a problem. And if you can't reveal what those problems are, if you can't provide me with a problem to solve, I don't, this is a relationship I don't need. So that, that's my mindset on that and just how I'm going in, peeling back that onion. And I'm going to ask uncomfortable questions. You know, what did you make last year? What did you want to make? What do you think stopped you from making that money? I spent too much time. You're going you're gonna to learn a lot. I spent too much time doing this. I we was over here too much. This case lasted too much. It took us too long to, okay, now we're getting somewhere. So you think if we could have, if you could have did that in two hours instead of 10, you would have been able to bring in more people? Yeah. And make more money? Yeah. That's a pain point. Ah, now I can write that down. Let me find a way to make this process shorter using video, pictures, content, going to chat uh, GPT to write this out. Let me find ways to make, because if I can make this shorter, I got you. I'm printing money. So that's just a mindset I would have um, dealing with beta clients. But that's the long answer. I'm sorry, but you know what I'm saying? Now, now you know, and no one's half the battle. No, I appreciate that long answer. That's good. Cause I, cause I'm, it's so important that you get that because that's the most important part of your business. That's the most important part of finding out what I, what my purpose is as a content creator in this niche. If you can master that, you will be printing money. Your life, your car going to change, your life going to change, your kids' shoes going to change, whatever. All of that stuff is based off your ability to discover real pain points. If it's that one thing, that is that one thing. So that's why I'm so adamant about it. Because for me, everything changed when I, when I finally, when I got that. Everything changed. My shoes changed, my clothes changed, my bed went from a flat bed to an adjustable base Tempur-Pedic. Now I want to sell that mattress. No, I'm joking. But, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like everything changed when I, when, when, when I realized that. So, so important. And, I, and, and you're in a great position to go get it. Lawyers is a great niche. They have money. It's very competitive. Um, it's, it's something that's not going nowhere regardless of the economy. It's a very good niche to have. So definitely, yeah, you're going you're gonna to do big things with that. But that's where I would say go. That's how I would handle it. But keep me posted. Right, let, me, let me know how those meetings go. All right, will do. Yeah, let us know. Alan, you up next, bro. You already know I'm bringing W's. Oh, let's hear them W's. <laughs> let's hear them. Yes, sir. So, I mean, you talked, you touched on it really about it with relationships, just having those type of relationships. And, and this is what my W consists of. So um, somebody that I've been working with a long time, um, just on and off, not, not a, you know, somebody that has their whole media company, which is Patrick, but David, I 
talk about him a lot when I come back into these circles and these rooms. Um, so his right hand man got married, and I know that person. Um, and we've had like a rough relationship, as in like he's always like snooping, you know, and trying to like keep, you know, it's just in it's invested interest for you know the CEO to make sure that he you know brings around people that are reputational, you know, and can benefit and not just ruin his business, of course, but the point I'm trying to get at is that I think I cracked it um, because I offered to do his wedding for free and I don't do, I don't shoot weddings. So it's something that, you know, and I'm in, I'm in the room, right? We talked about, you know, just being in the room and just, uh, you know, being cool. <laughs> got so you got a network. Yeah, you got a network. So I was there in Florida um, last weekend and uh, we we're there at his mansion and the, he had his wedding in the backyard. And, you know, I took a couple guys and we knocked it out of the park. They were all, you know, receptive of what, the work we've done. And, you know, even though we don't shoot weddings, it's something that I'm, it's not my business, but it's something that I know we can do. But, you know, just there's more of a power play than anything. So got through his right hand and then I was able to, you know, talk with Patrick, but David about, you know, just thanking him for us being there. And, you know, I was able to get a testimonial from it. Somebody that, you know, is exactly in the space that I want to be in um, for, you know, business seminars and everything like that. It's very difficult to get a testimonial from him because I talked to one of his, you know, his main guys there about asking for a testimonial. And he told, he told me, he's like, well, it's damn near impossible because he doesn't give out testimonials. But because I shot this wedding for it wasn't for free, but it was, you know, at cost. So they paid for the flights, they paid for everything, you know, but it's definitely something that they would have probably paid a lot more for if they were, you know, going with a direct person. But it was more of a power move than anything to just keep on building that relationship. So we got that testimonial. So that's one of the W's. Uh, another W here is I've networked with a few. Um, I have a couple, another business, which is a podcast business. I'm actually sitting in my client's set right now. Nice. Um, you really know. And um, talk about lawyers. So the podcast is about CEOs, and one of the, a couple of them were lawyers. With, you know, they own their own lawyer firm out here in Beverly Hills. You know, and closed on them um, as a as a client. So just being in the same room and just you got to go where where the you know the fish is at. Yep. Absolutely. Those are my W's. That's a good W. Hey, I am all for using what you got to get what you want. Uh, you know, a, 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 a lady of the street told me that. No, I'm joking. I seen it on TV. But don't be afraid to use what you got to get what you want. And um, that's the great thing about content is it really costs you nothing. It just costs you time to create it. And if you get your foot in the door, go for it. If you, if you get a chance to shoot an interview for Jay-Z, go for it. Do it. Do what you got to do to shake hands and be in the same room as people. Don't get used and abused now. Now, don't get used up. No. Get, get, you know, don't let them drop you off on the curb and keep going. Um, use that opportunity to shake hands and meet people and, and, and you know, establish your brand as, um, you know, a brand that should be in those places. So I like that. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. That's a good, that's a good move. Yes, sir. Now that I have that relationship and I have that testimonial, it's now I'm going to leverage the hell out of it. Absolutely. Hag, and you got the testimonial too? 
Absolutely. Yes, sir. Heck yeah. That's yeah. a that's a triple win. I'd be yeah. blasting that everywhere. That's the only reason why I did the um did the wedding was because I wanted that testimonial because I knew if I got that testimonial, then it would have, you know, really leveled things up. Yeah. I, that's definitely a win. I can't wait to see uh did you did you post it and edit the testimonial and get everything up yet or are you still working on it? No, I'm still working upon it. When you get it posted. So we're revamping our website and coming, you know, coming correct because we haven't done any kind of outbound marketing. It's just all been word of mouth. So now it's really starting to step into this next phase of the business is starting to brand up. And another thing that I want you guys to keep in mind, even if you're a company that works off a lot of uh, word of mouth, a lot of times when people talk about you, they go look you up and go check you out. So when you get your website together, you gonna even before you market, do SEO, you're going to get more word of mouth clients because they can look you up. They can see it. They heard about you. They can see it. Um, so you're going to see, you're going to see an uptick even before you start a marketing campaign, just off the word of mouth that you're currently receiving. A lot of people go check you out. And I look at the, I look at the analytics of who comes directly to your site, who didn't use a search engine, who didn't get referred from some other place, who's going directly to your site. You'd be surprised. A lot of people are looking or they're searching for keywords with your name in the title. So you'd be, you'd be shocked. So you got to have it right, have it tight. Yes, sir. Yeah, but definitely shoot us a link when you get it. I would love to see it. Got you. Keep, keep, keep sharing those wins. There's some people that are watching that are on the fence on whether or not they should, you know, they should do something in order to take a step forward. But like I said last week, a lot of people miss opportunities because they come dressed in overalls. They look like work. A lot of people miss great opportunities because it looked like work. And you can't be afraid to do get dirty, do some work sometime to get where you want to go. If you, the, the thing is this, educate yourself on business and be smart enough to um, take advantage of that opportunity. Often we take, you know, we take opportunities and they, we get used and abused. Nah, I know what I'm getting out of this. I know why I'm doing it and I know what I'm leaving with. And if you are, remember I said business is a hard place for the uneducated. If you are educated on what your, what your company offers, what you bring to the table, it's easy not to get taken advantage of. So that's what it's all about. Do, do what you got to do to take things to the next step and be able to get in a room where you can then work your magic. Uh, who up next? Luke. He over there typing and uh, you typing. You're getting it together. Okay, I'm back. You back? Sorry. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh man, sorry. I was uh, I was actually sending an invoice for my wedding. Oh, sorry. Um, because I forgot to do that. But yeah, man, what up? What's going on? Um, so I got two wins and an L, maybe two, depends on how you look at it. Um, so my first win is that our favorite client. We had a meeting with them today got closed on a addition, so to speak, to their subscription for the month. Um, just to rework some things, Ty, you and I talked about that. Um, they kind of been, they've been dealing with some crazy shit, so I ain't trying to air them out, but they've been dealing with some crazy shit. I feel bad for them for what they had to deal with the past few months. So like, we all good that it took them forever. We all good with them on that, um, but we gonna fix it for them. And so <laughs> that's, that's exciting. That's always good. Turn their... 5k a month into eight for this month so that's always nice um 
The other win is that I shot like 10 or 20 pieces of content. I don't even know. I haven't even edited them all, honestly. Shout out ChatGPT for the six scripts. Absolutely. Um, if you're not using ChatGTP, <laughs> I don't know what you're doing right now. I, yeah. I, if It's like that Cat Williams thing. If you're not using ChatGPT right now, I don't know what you are doing with your life. Either right. you have a lot of money or I don't know what you are doing with your life, boo-boo. Because <laughs> it is, bro, it is giving. It is everything. Yep. Yep. 100%. Um, so got those knocked out. Super easy. Um, that's why I'm lit well today because I still have lights up and shit from that. So um, yeah, man. And uh, they talk about on the iPhone, but I'm also I'm also on the black magic. I don't know if I can get the cord to reach barely, but I'm also on the black magic <laughs> today. I'm just on the I'm just on the iPod, iPad uh, with you guys because I don't got the gear like you got to, to link everything up right oh, now. No, you, I gotta you, get that cam link. Are you? Yeah, you you can get a twenty five dollar one off Amazon. The cam link is overkill. You, All right, you can get right, a, a, a HDMI to USB connector, and you in the game. You know what I'm saying? That's all, all it right. takes. That cam link is it's overkill. I ain't gonna lie. It's, all of them do the same thing. But, I also don't like leaving my cameras up. That's why I don't yeah. buy it. Cause I, I just don't like leaving shit everywhere. I just start tripping over everything. I'm like, oh my God. For <laughs> so, me, I had to, for me to stay dedicated to Flash Home Academy, I had to buy some stuff to just leave. I got to sit down and be like, all right, let's, I can't yeah. set it up every time. I'm a wrap. The Flash Home Academy would have been out of here. If I hadn't <laughs> said it, because I just like, I'm tired. I've been setting up lights all day. You think I want to come home and do it? No. So if yeah. I don't have a, a station, I literally have a whole separate computer and monitor dedicated for this. I need to be able to, I got a whole nother role. I need to be able to lead this, power it off and go work and come back and just cut it off. If I got to set it up, this ain't happening. We wouldn't have made it this far. So... <laughs> I'm just, you know, I, the last thing I want to do after a day full of pulling C-stands and setting up lights is come home, pull C-stands and set up lights. So, yeah, I feel you. I totally understand. It's a pain. It's a pain to set it up, man. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, so that was awesome. Um, one of my L's was uh, actually, it's just a lesson. Like, thanks to you, I went out and got punched in the teeth a few times. <laughs> they weren't really teeth punches. A lot of the people are honestly interested, which is like, you know, I was like, come on, come at me. Uh, what was that Kimbo slice thing? Is that all you got? That's all you got. Um, it's over. Yeah. yeah, I was I was talking to this dude and I was like, he kept throwing stuff at me and I was like, come on, give me better. Like, yeah. give, give me something more than that. That's not an objection. That's that's just like, you get rid of those telemarketers with that. You're not going to get rid of me with that. Like, it's nothing better than just being able to just. That's it. Just hear them. Little. Well, and those roofers too, yeah. they get it all the time. So they've got like a list in their head of things to just say, it don't even make sense. Like the stuff they say in a line, like, doesn't even make sense with each other. You're like, but wait, <laughs> you just said they're all, well, I need this, I, but I don't need that. Like, but you just, it, you just said you didn't need more people, but now you say you need, need more, more people. people. Like I don't got enough people to take more work, but I don't need more people. I'm like, mm. Let's talk. Yep, I slice right like, to you them. Need one of those. Yeah, I, yeah I, like, when they start doing that, they start being wishy-washy. I cut right into them. So, what do you really need? Yep. Listen, listen. Yep. I know you get a lot of people bugging you about stuff. This is what we do. What do you really? How can I help you? Oh yep. man, you know, I just need. Then we just you go from there. Yeah, two or three of those, like bringing them back to that two or three times, anybody breaks. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I, I don't care how th how good of a negotiator you think you are. It's just like I'll run you around a few times. Most of them that. want it. They're just scared. Yep. They just well, they don't want to get scammed. Right. Realistically, That's, yep. 
it's a real fear and they have a right to be afraid of that. All businesses have a right to be afraid of that with this industry because certain people in this industry have gone out and made themselves look like scammers and then they screwed the rest of us reputation wise. That sounds scary good. But um, a lot of people, you know, it happens. It happens. Where that sound effect that. <laughs> so the most important thing uh, you do is offer. So that tells you that, hey, I may need to show more. I may yep. need to show more to, to reassure my client. Sometimes a lot of people don't understand. You get no's because you say you can do all of this. And when they look behind you, you got a wagon with a screwdriver in it. And you don't look like you can do all of that. So that's why it's so important for shirts and logos and, you know, letterheads and websites. So when, when you say we can do all of this and people go looking, because you're asking for 20000 a month. We got it, but do we, should we give it to you? And when they go looking, they need to get punched in the face. This you get for checking. Bow, bow. This you get for looking. Bow. They need to get punched in the face. And sometimes... We want these big checks because we these creative and we spent $10,000 on this gear and I've been doing this for 26 months and I started with a, and I supposed to get. And when you go to a client and you get that price and they like, they look behind you and see, you know what I'm saying? What else you got and who you are. And it's nothing. You All your money went into the camera. You You got on jeans with holes in them. You got on some. You know what I'm saying? The wrong shoes, the wrong. Everything. I ain't trying to show my pants, but we slacks up in here. There you all go. Day. Yeah, you don't we look only like run the slacks up in here. There you go. You don't look like what you're asking for, and you can lay it all out where it makes all the sense in the world. But if you don't look like it, they're gonna be like, "Nah, I'ma wait." And it goes back to my theory of you can meet a guy in the alley with a TV for sale and be for thirty percent of what Best Buy sell it for, and you'll still be scared to buy it. I got to plug it up. I got to cut it on and go through some channels and test the speakers to make sure Best Buy can sell you something that's been kicked off a truck, rolled out the stock room, it's still in the box, and you happy. You singing to the car on a 29.9% interest rate on the Best Buy car, and you happy. A guy can run up in you in an alley and be like, look, I got this TV. It's $250. It's supposed to be $1,200, but for you, $250. You know, and they talk like that. It's a deal. For you and $250, look here, look. You're going to load this bad boy up, and you're going to get out of here. And you're like, nah, I got to plug it up. I got to cut it on. I got to see if the connectors work. I got to check the HDMI ports. You got to go through all of that stuff <laughs> for a guy in the alley. But Best Buy ain't got to do you like that. So a lot of times it's it's the appearance of your brand um, that people need to see and be comfortable with to spend that money. Yeah, Absolutely. So I think that's all of it. Oh, my other L was that I didn't get the content posted because. So I got to get that content. Posted got to get that content. That's, posted. My, that's me being accountable. I got I to gotta get that content posted. That's I'll on, start posting it. That's on the, pro, the systems and processes. Got to get that workflow. Yeah. Oh. And that's what I realized is I'm like, okay, so I need an internal editor. And then maybe I can also have an external editor. Maybe they can do both. But I need somebody who can knock out. Mm-hmm. like TikToks and stuff for me, like really, really fast. I'm like, no, I need you to batch 10 in a day, buddy. You can't be slow. Like I need you yep. to knock these suckers out. Like uh, 10 isn't necessarily realistic. No, probably I know. Like I'm just, four, you know. It, probably more like four, four to five that they're really fast. Is that Alex? Yeah. You're fired. I got a guy that can do 10. No, <laughs> I got a guy but, that can do no, 10. I mean, if you're doing... 
if you're doing my the boy whole in India bit, doing if, 20. If, yeah, if I got a partner in Indonesia that do 25 a day with the subtitles. <laughs> yeah, if you're doing everything with the titles and the, use the emojis, all that stuff, then like four five on the on the high end. He doing it on the yeah, Android. Yeah, no, if they can do three, I'm happy. I just need somebody who can chart them out. Like I need somebody who can chart that shit out for me and do it consistently. Alex, you so. fire. You fire Alex. We can't you can't afford a day. My boy Indo, he do 20 for 20 dollars. <laughs> Knocked them boys out. He edited on a he edited on an old Pentium 2 with MMX technology. He got an old computer <laughs> that's connected to G3 battery cube. power. Right. He on a compact Passario and he can do <laughs> he can do he three it off of MMX tab. technology, baby. Yeah, that's the old school. You gotta know. Shoot, he got trash money for the nine nine in the two (laughs) thousand. He got an AOL account and he still can upload and download two terabytes worth of footage overnight. So I don't want to hear my town with dial up, bro. That's that's a real thing out here. There's somebody's editor out here that's really out there here. Can't do it. Can't do it. Are you are you scheduling posts or are you uploading them as they uh you know? So I don't have a good schedule for TikToker scheduler for tiktok right now um i'm probably gonna go hubspot on that but i just haven't set it up yet um so I'm manual on tiktok but everything on, else schedule. You, you can actually schedule on tiktok yep up to 10 uh, days they added they yeah, added or the, yep up to 10. or the other thing that you can do which which i've been doing lately with tiktok is if you're doing it from your phone like so i would pre-write my copy for the tiktoks or whatever and so I'll load a bunch of them on my phone and then you go and you act like you're going to post it, but you just keep it as a draft uh, and you and put your copy in and it's in there. And so when the day, when the morning of comes, if you don't, you know, have it all scheduled out, you can just go to your drafts and be like uh, this one and post it. TikTok will let it'll you take sch- you two seconds. TikTok will let you schedule them, though. I think like 10 videos at a time. Yeah. Post- and Instagram will let you. Instagram will let you schedule them too. Uh, LinkedIn has a scheduler. But I'm gonna now. tell you, I'm gonna tell you, I got Hero Post right because I fell for the ads. What you mean fell for it? But it's like sixty nine dollars lifetime or something like that. At first, it was trash, but now it works completely. Like it works all the way. So Facebook, hmm. Instagram, t- uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Telegraph, uh, for videos. Yeah, Tumblr and YouTube. You can post, it's called Hero Post, H-E-R-O-P-O-S-T dot I-O. You can post for like two years in advance. And what's dope is you can just drag a lot of content into their folder and then just delegate it to certain days and be like, post it on everything. Post this on everything, post that on everything, post this on everything. Hmm. Title, text, okay. uh, and it's, it's find a find an ad for it. Don't pay full price. I forgot what full price is, like $2.99 or something. But, um, it's pretty. It's dope. It, I like it a lot. Uh, Just gotta visit the site enough to get an ad on your social media. Yep, and then it'll start showing up on your Facebook, and it's like seventy nine dollars for lifetime access. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure the three hundred dollar a month ones. When I've tried them, they may offer a little bit better statistics and stuff. But for what this does, if you if you're uploading pictures or short videos, it's pretty dope. One thing it do not do. That I want to make sure I clarify. This is it's, they say it's coming, but it ain't there yet. It's uploading reels. Upload 
which now Instagram do every video as a reel, so it may have automatically switched over, but you can upload videos. Except for stories. Story, yeah, you can't upload stories. It got to be a regular video post. So if if Instagram is turning regular video posts into reels, it may automatically do it. I just know at the time I was doing it, I couldn't set up a reel to upload. Um, But yeah, that's that. Yeah, all videos are reels except for stories now. Yeah, well, yeah, it may be. And and live streams. I'm going to test it and see if it do it. But those are definitely good W's, good L's. And on LinkedIn, it'll post it natively because I know with some some management softwares, it posts it on their system and then puts a link, and that's a no-go on LinkedIn. It'll kill your post. No, I think you can try it. Try it for free. Try it for free. Um, if like I said, if not, they give you a money back guarantee. I almost got my money back, and I was like, nah, it's lifetime. Like I can use it in some aspect, even if I'm just posting tweets, something. I can there's some there's a use for it. So it's it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. Um, definitely check it out. I I bought it. Like I said, I have used it a lot. Um, especially when you want to manage multiple social media channels, and then you can just you said- dump it. You said that was called HeroPost.io? Yes. Yep. HeroPost.io. How many accounts will it let you manage with that, with the deal that you got? Um, That's a good question. I loaded like 14 and it was not saying you are at the limit at all. So I don't, I really don't know. More than I care to manage. <laughs> More than I care to manage. Because you under each tab... You can have, and you can look at your direct messages. You can set up all kind of stuff. Um, you can schedule it. You can post in groups. You can add watermarks. You can do a lot of stuff. I really used it for the scheduler because I can go and drag and drop, let's say, 50 images into the Dropbox and then just delegate an image to a date and then just say where I want it to post. So, you know, on the 19th, I can say image three, Here's the title. Here's the t- the text. Here's the, the the hashtags, and I can select uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Facebook, save, and it'll just automate. And then it'll give me the stats when it's published. It'll notify me and all of that. So, you know, it's pretty dope. Um, let's see. Last but not least, we got L Williams. The, hello, hello. What's going on, brother? Hey, how y'all doing? Sorry, I'm late. Just getting out for work again at this time. Uh, my wins, I took your advice and um, uh, one of those late, 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 late after, after, after shows. Uh, some Luke and all them know that I did. Uh, I posted a link to a software. They just upgraded this software with the AI with um, G, GPT-4. So um, I use that to take the information you were saying about the late night um, companies or events or like the clubs and stuff. So I put out 20 assets for 20 different type of industries. It came out with industries. I didn't even like, I was like, what the, <laughs> like, I, I, like I could give you, I could give you a couple just in case there's some people in here. So let me, so, let me just mm-hmm. update people who wasn't around. So he was okay. looking for a niche um, he was looking to target a niche that's in the industry that work opposite of his work schedule. So we were saying, don't if you work nine to five, don't don't go after companies that are available nine to five, want to film, want to work. 
go after companies that may work from five to nine in the morning or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there's a lot of venues that host events that are during the evening, like, or businesses that work later, go after those businesses. So he used chat GPT to kind of give them a list of those companies. Yes. And, uh, the, the, the site, cause Luke, um, Luke, Luke can already know cause, um, and the rest of the guys, it's called crawl IQ and, um.com. I think it's .com. But anyways, uh, crawl IQ. You can just do a Google search. And so what it came up with, like like you said, nightclubs and bars, 24-hour restaurants and diners, uh, convenience stores, like you said, and gas stations, emergency services, such as hospitals and, and clinics, hotel, motel, which you did a beta client video for the hotel, motel, mm-hmm. uh, movie theaters, entertainment venues, delivery service and food trucks like I was talking about before with you and it's like it went down like gyms and fitness e-commerce e-commerce stores 24/7 uh, shopping options um, live music venues and concert halls cleaning like you told said last time and janitor work um, services and it was just like I was just like mm-hmm. like blasted like what the so after I did that, I um after I did that, I asked asked it um what how to go about market, what's their pain point? So it, it came out with the pain points during the convol- I mean um, during the virus. I ain't gonna you know the ninja. You, you just good. In case you good oh, okay. on here? Yeah, you good. That's why okay. I got off YouTube. You can say Corona all you want without it all right. my since, videos, since, that's what I, I was like, oh wait a minute. <laughs> um, since the covert um COVID. They had, um, they said um, during the COVID, um, and I asked, it, I was like, damn, this is a good idea if some of them still suffering from it. So I said, okay, let me um, try without, since we've been out for almost a year now, a year or two. So it gave me a list of other options, pain points that um, these industry would use video or editing or content for. And I'm like, blast it. I told the guys, um, from the last late, 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 late show, if I got time, I put it in a PDA, I mean, a PDF, and put it on the community uh, tab. So if anybody want to download and have, and I, you know, I share the information, I put it down for everybody to um, get a link if they're in the same situation, they have a list of uh, of um, industries they could go for. And so that's one win. So I now I could focus on that niche, see what's niche, niche down on that. Also, um, another one was a real estate agent um, talking to another person that know me. Saw, heard about some of the stuff I did to another real estate agent, and um, I so I did a, um, a uh, I guess you could say another um, AI um, psychic research on the industry of um, real estate since I know so many uh, real estate ladies. And that's my mom used to be a real estate agent. So I know her pain point. So I did that. Came out a whole bunch of content with that almost like 180 days. Well, no. Yeah. I think almost three months, three months of content. And I came up with a three months of content. Also came up with, um, yeah, 100, almost, yeah, almost three months, 100 and something days of content. Also, I came up with the letters, sell letters, uh, marketing letters, um, um, video, um, funnel letters, the whole work. So I'm sitting there like, damn. And so I took that 
I took that information, put it on the side because I'm like, okay, this might be another niche I could get into, see how I could bring that. Like Ty say, try to make them work together. Yep. So I said, since I did promotion, I used to do promotion. I did promotion videos and I also did a promotion video for an author that made, that brought a lot of rappers my way after I did that book, his book like that. I figured um, I do constant, I do, um, I would do uh, promotion videos, um, probably like, promotion videos if i do decide to get into the real estate game niche down to female realtors that do commercial um sales of uh commercial property which is the high ticket and do video content or video um content or promotion promotional pack uh, package for them for the real estate um videos if if they don't use me i can also edit it for them you get where i'm coming from if yep. they have updated or have stuff that still they want to chop it up for social media i could do that that's the that's the second one i did um i'm working on the third one one is i'm in the process of building out my complete portal for a client the customer journey you always say the customer journey so i i have this mega customer uh, client portal that I'm building out that came with the, um, got an app already set up. I'm just doing the same um, automations um, follow-up, the automation uh, systems to it, um, doing the proposal, building out everything in the in, um, on the back end. And so I'm trying to get that done by hopefully this weekend. I'm going to tell you, I will wait on that. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. I will wait on that until you pick a niche because it, it, it won't be a one size fit all. And if you put that cart before the horse, you're going to have to tear it apart once you pick a niche. Okay. Because certain, certain, um, certain business owners and certain niches, they're going to want to go through a different process than others. Okay. Um, you know, you may get, you know, somebody who own a boutique who have the patience to go through certain aspects where lawyers like, nah. I'm, I want two clicks and be done. Plus, remember, you want to mm-hmm. make it really easy for clients to spend money with you. Okay. Uh, the biggest part of business is reducing the the amount of steps that needs to take place between I, I want to buy this and I own it. You okay. want to reduce that amount. And if you've noticed, just shopping throughout time has gone quicker, faster, you know, Amazon got you down to a one-click purchase. You ain't got to enter credit card information. Buy now. We're going to tell you when it'll be delivered next. I, I didn't bought stuff in my sleep and woke up to boxes. Like, when did I order this? But they make it that easy. You can even talk to your speaker, which I'm not going to say her name, and tell her to buy something, and, and she will just send it to your house. In fact, mine notify me of stuff that's on my wish list that's on sale or ready to, you know what I'm saying? There's been a price drop on whatever. And do you want to buy it? Like, dang, no. So the goal is to make it in the army. We used to say simple, stupid, as simple, stupid as possible. Yeah. That's, that's the reason that's where the um, porter is. I haven't, I, I haven't had any niche on there. Just that, just the basic, like, you know, name and you could do all that, but, but you could, but what may be simple, in. stupid for one client may be right. complicated to another client. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I, yeah, so, I, get it. I get it. Cause that's something I like to run by my beta client. Hey, is this too much? How do you feel about, does this answer your questions? Does okay. it show value? 
Because sometimes you, a lot of people don't understand, you can lose a client by not mm -hmm. asking the right questions. You can lose because they like, this guy don't really know what he's talking about. Okay. So sometimes asking the right questions add value, but you don't know who you're adding value to if you don't know who I'm selling to. So I would just, I would be very careful with that until we say this is the niche. Right. I'm at least dedicating myself to right now. I'm going after this beta client. Now with the beta client, I'm going to build that out. Because okay. I need a beta client to tell me, you know, yay or nay. Well, I got to put my phone number in twice. Why can't, why do I, you know what I'm saying? Why do you need this right. information? You may ask something that offend people. Why, need, why you need to know that? Why you need to know my social security number? Why you need to know my tax ID? Why? Not saying that that is what the answer is, but you no, may exactly. ask a question that offend people. And then you look at your analytics and everybody's cool up until question five. Now I got to figure out what's wrong with question five. Where right. if you had a beta client and you're building this for that niche, they can tell you, no, it ain't, it ain't a problem to get my tax ID on page one. I'm cool with that. In fact, I wouldn't trust you if you didn't get it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so, so just be careful putting the cart before the horse because you're going to end up tearing it apart. A lot yeah. of stuff, websites, uh, forms, um, your whole sales process, you're going to end up tearing it apart if you don't yeah. know who you're building it for. I'm more leaning towards the real estate agents since I'm seeing like I'm more friendly with like every time I talk to someone, especially a woman, and she found out she was a real estate agent and I'm like, oh, my mom used to be a realtor and then conversation, bam. I mean, I think we all like uh, niches with friendly women, but we got to make sure <laughs> that it's a profitable niche, you know. Yeah, that's a, that's what I'm going for, I, a commercial. I can drop you off on the corner not too far. It's a whole bunch of friendly women that'll talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> in cute little There's purple, also one in Vegas, Ty. That's right, purple, yeah. <laughs> so, but but you got to make sure that, and, and I'm going to tell you, you're going to have mm -hmm. to really sit down with a realtor and peel the onion back and say... Yeah. Is there, can I offer you something that you're willing to pay right. a dollar amount that I'm comfortable making exactly. over your cell phone? Because that is the most crushing question. They may say, no, I like what you do. It's dope. I'm not paying $1,500 for it. I can just use my cell phone. Now what? Now you have to make the decision is, do I want to be in this niche? Because I don't want to make three fifty dollars per person. This may not be the niche for me if mm -hmm. I'm not in an area where I can't consistently land, you know, three, four, five, six thousand dollars a job. It's more than doable. Okay. So those are those are things that that that's a heart to heart that you gotta have between you and the man in the mirror. Right. Based off the information you get from that beta client. It's it's crushing to to love something and have a passion for it. And like doing it to then determine it's very difficult to make a living in that area. It's, I want to shoot movies. If I could just shoot movies and make it, I would. Right. But I can't pay a mortgage shooting movies yet. You know what I'm saying? It's I, I'm taking the money from doing this stuff and I'm funding that. Because that's where my passion at. I, you know, I can't. I shoot corporate events. I'm not in love with corporate events. I'm not going to lie to y'all and tell y'all I love it. It's great. It's just easy money. It's a layup. Right. I just, I know how to work it. I've been doing it for a while. I, I know I can get 
$15,000 for eight hours worth of work. And my labor cost is under two. And I can go home and go to sleep for the rest of the month. I know I can do that. It's easy. It's easy for me. Do I like standing on my feet on these concrete floors, on these convention centers and, uh, you know, award ceremonies? No, I don't. Do I like uh, having two camera bodies dangling with a 70 to 200, a 24 to 70 and flashes and batteries and a vest and, you know, why people partying and drinking and I got to shake hands? I, I, I get tired of it. I got burnt out like that shooting weddings. Especially going through a divorce and y'all, you sitting there like, this ain't gonna last. You just negative Nancy, like, Psh, I don't even know why you did all of that. She looking at the, she looking at the, uh, the best man real funny. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I was in the same boat with you. I know the same about that wedding. So, <laughs> and they want you to be happy and they're like, come on. Yeah. And you're like, I don't want to dance. I spent money on this crap before. I know it's just going down. You just there mentally. Yeah. And you got to, you know what I'm saying? So, you, you know, you may be in an area where there may be a niche, a niche that's just a layup. You may mm. be around a lot of oil refineries or a lot of IT jobs and they just need training, whatever. You may find something that's just like, man, I started doing this and I can't stop. It's just coming in like, you know what I'm saying? So not saying that that's not, you, you may be in a place where real estate is like that. Just, just be careful building all of that before Right. You find the niche. That's why module one, you got to go in that order. If not, right. you're going to be breaking stuff up and rebuilding. No, that's, I'm still, I'm still in module one. I'm yeah. just, stay, I'm staying, like I'm repeating it over and over. And also I just say that was a slight punch in the throat. So yeah, you got my attention. So yeah. And, and I'd rather <laughs> you, I'd rather you get a stinger now than to build yeah. all this up and you proud of it. Yeah. And then you yeah. got to tear all of it down. Cause it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like I right. remember when I was younger, uh, me and my uncles there, they, long story. They, they, they like six months older than me. We used to build these tents in the, in the dining room. Boy, we used to think they were so dope. And my mama would be like, tenants now. Why you got my, she'd be like, dog, I just built all of this. She would come in and be like, why my seats over here? And we'd be like, we just, we got tunnels and train stations yeah, and, and everything. We got helicopter landing pads and we didn't just, we architects and you telling me to tear it down. Cause I ain't asked you. So business is like that. Sometimes we, we we want to fill in the gaps of what we think will work mm -hmm. and we feel accomplished by doing that work yeah. just to learn that we we shouldn't have did it we really should have asked the client thank, what they need thank, thank you for that one and my last one is uh um i just added you may I mean just make I, I just added a um a second podcast network to my company so i could come out of two different um systems doing pop on part I mean podcast so I don't know you might you might because I'm only reason like the only reason I'm thinking like this is like what you just said I'm coming off of work I'm there all damn day I'm working walking in the sun sometimes or dealing with the government dealing with clients and stuff and just sometimes I just don't, don't want to go out there and carry all that you know equipment my camera lights and stuff like that so that's I think I'm looking more probably for the time being, like mostly editing or uh, marketing part of that. And maybe some shooting if I have, you know, if I Why have- Why don't you just thing. hire shooters though? I was thinking that too. I was thinking that too. Well, one thing I'll, you got to be careful and coming from a nine to five, when you first come from a nine to five, you feel like you got to stay working to be 
yeah to move forward like you you feel like i i'm grinding i gotta shoot something every day and feel but the truth is the the nine to five 40 hour a week is a myth that is what employers want from you for their money that is that is not what it takes to be successful if you're smart you can do it in less if you're just getting started you may have to do a little more but we right. feel like we need to chug our wheels and grind to be to feel accomplished, to feel yeah. like we've done something. Um, Ty, can I jump in with to that uh, comment real quick? Go Just ahead, go ahead, yeah, yeah. Real quick, I know you got the time. Like, like as somebody who's coming from a nine to five too, again, I'm only off because of maternity leave. So I work at a rental house for like that time. I, I have okay hours, don't get me wrong, and like they're very flexible. Like I, it, it, the job allows me to do more versus like what it was before. However. Um, while I was on the job, uh, obviously like, you know, the, the, the podcast and stuff was always rolling, but, um, you know, what Ty is saying is very important. And like, I dropped a little note about a learning book because I feel like that kills a lot of, uh, the spirits. Like you, you put a lot in your schedule that really doesn't matter. And like, just about like, maybe like two months ago, I was doing that. Like I have a whiteboard here that makes no, like some things like I have to change, but like before that, it's like great YouTube videos to create traction. It's just like, well, I don't really have the time to really do that. And that doesn't really like help me close like sales and like build the shit to move. So it's like, what makes the most sense as a small business? And I came to the conclusion, like the most important three things, at least for me is marketing, closing, and I have one more somewhere there in the service that I'm providing. Like those are the three things that is, is gonna move the needle until I even get to like crazy branding and, and whatnot. Cause I know Ty, like you say, like usually like pick the, the name according to the niche and et cetera. I feel like I'm kind of like reverse engineering. Like I kind of fell into product video by accident. Like I always realized any niche I pick was always like highlighting a specific thing. So after demo reels, you're highlighting their performance and the filmmaking stuff. I want to highlight people's, uh, uh, concepts to pitch. Now I'm like, Oh, I'm good at highlighting, uh, services or products because that's my background. I, I worked at companies like, you know, Grovo or Overtime doing highlight content for things. And uh, I kind of fell into like, oh, like everybody needs product. E-commerce is big. Uh, everybody is on the way of making businesses and having products. And on Bark, I've seen that's what people were looking for. So I know there's a market for it. And like, even when I'm talking to the clients on Bark, like they come to me with particular things. Oh, do you come with a studio? oh, do you have access to a, a food dresser? And I'm like, hmm, maybe I could become a, a service where I can filter all that for you. You don't, you don't even have to worry about it. Chat CP can't do that for you yet. They can't find you, uh, like my access to the industry. So like, that's what I'm trying to sell, bundled with getting the best highlight product video for your small businesses. And I'm, I'm trying to market that to business owners or content uh, marketers who are looking to delegate. So I'm focusing more on the, the benefits. So again, like with the nine to five, like the mat, the, the learning book will teach you how to not get caught up in things that do not help you because you can do a bunch of things that will not help you for months. And I'm telling you, like after that, it taught me how to have goals that actually make a difference. And I'm sitting here telling you, like I could feel those differences by implementing it for just two weeks. That's why I'm even here because this is a step forward for me and it, it, it goes a big way. So I just wanted to put that out there as well from somebody who's coming from that and trying to get out of it before my return leave ends, which is like in April. So I'm trying to get out of that before April. Let me, I'm gonna leave y'all with, with two things before I slide and I'm gonna hand it over to Crichton. Um, two things. One is there's a book called That One Thing, right? We did a book club meeting on it. 
Um, if, the one thing. The one thing. Yeah, right. If I you, got that book. If you're having a problem trying, if you got a lot of stuff on your plate and you're having a problem trying to understand what do I need to focus on to move me forward, that book did a great job at helping me identify what what I need to focus on because I was all over the place. I was doing a lot of things, trying to stay busy, grinding, thinking it's going to help me move forward. When in reality, out of the 20 things I have on my plate, there are one to two things that will really help me. That is a really good book to help you lay out your life and look at everything. Thank um, you. That is that is a, a, a gotta have book. If you want to watch, there's a video in the member section under the book club where they talked about it. I would say get the audio book from Audible instead of listening to music while you drive. Listen to that, you know, get your earbud, pop it in. I'm, it is life changing, life changing. And especially when I hear of people who were like myself, that's trying to do a lot. You got all these ideas, you got websites, you want to do this, you got this. That book will help you say, okay, where should I be focused? Very important. Um, because think about it. All the great Mikes, Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson, all the greats in the world do one thing well, and that is focus. They can put all of their brain power into doing one thing well. That's why half of them be jacked up. They can't even talk straight because they can put a ball in the basket. They can sing or dance. They, they got weird lives because they put an abnormal amount of brain power into doing something that has made them a superstar. That's why I don't like asking celebrities, uh, you know, political questions because they they use 95 percent of their brain to to tap dance. They don't really got the other part to really care about world issues where they need to be a spokesman for anybody. Just my personal rant. But um, so that so that that book has been very was very important to me in my life. Um, and allowing me to do the things I need to do to progress day to day where I can look back and say, OK, I'm I'm somewhere different than I was last month. Um, and that's important to me because I don't want to be in the same place. You know, burning my wheels, feeling accomplished. I'm eating, but I ain't getting the right calories. I ain't getting nutrition from the, from what I'm eating. I'm full, but I'm not getting nutrition from it. Um, that's one. Number two. Um, before I go, I put out a short for those of you that are doing podcasting up uh, talking about YouTube podcast. And one really important thing that they don't mention, and I went through it up and down is if you post a video or audio on YouTube podcast, it does not get distributed outside of YouTube music. That's something that they quietly didn't say nothing about. We invite you to post on YouTube podcast, but you're not going to be on Pandora, Apple Music, or the Google Play Store. You're only going to be available on YouTube Music, which is cool because a big percentage of podcasts are digested through YouTube, but it ain't everywhere. So it's very important if you're thinking about jumping on the YouTube bandwagon that you know that um, before you or your clients run up and say, hey, we think it's a good idea if we did X, Y, and Z. I, I personally use Spotify podcast. I love it because I'm everywhere. And my number one place where people uh, listen to the podcast is, uh, is on Apple. So there you go. So with that being said, I'm a slide. I'm going to see y'all next week. We're going to chop it up again. Yeah. Not to cut you off, but uh, it's funny you said that book. Uh, it was a female realtor that gave me that book. I haven't read it yet, so. 
That's that funny. That 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 would be number one on my agenda, man. That's it's crazy <laughs> how the world works. Damn. It's Thank crazy. you. Anytime, anytime. So yeah, I'll see y'all next week. I'm trying to. This is in the works. I'm trying to get multiple accountability sessions per week. I'm gonna need some help. Uh, you know, may need somebody else to host it or start it or whatever. But we'll talk about that. Uh, Victor, I got a crazy weekend. But if you hit me up, I will try to find time. Victor said I'm gonna be in Dallas. I will try to find time to get with you. I got a crazy weekend this weekend, but hit me up uh, and we'll, we'll get together and have a beer or something. If any other gold members in town, you know how, hit me up. We can we can definitely make it happen. For those who are not in town, NAB, if you can make it, I would love to see you out there. We're going to have a big dinner or breakfast or, uh, you know, we're going to get together multiple times during NAB and have some fun. So, um, Yeah. Victor, hit me up. Um, shoot me a, shoot me an email and uh, let me know. That way we can get that schedule together. All right, y'all be safe and I'll see y'all in a minute. You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.